0: Hello, <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Houston. We have a podcast. Thanks. Uh, today's episode, something a little different. No guests, just me, Carson, and Paulo. Woo. Not me and Carson and Paulo, <laughs> me comma Carson. Uh, we're talking about our favorite movies of 2019 uh, and also what we're looking forward to in 2020. Um, we have created a combined top ten list uh, something that's a bit of both. And we have varying interests, so some things on our top ten I don't like and you like, and some of them you've never seen. So, but the point
1: is there's something for everyone yes, on our top Yes, there's a 10. wide
0: variety. <laughs> um, so we'll be going through our top ten for the year. That's kind of a combination of what I liked and what you liked. Um, and then we have some of the bigger movies from next year that we're going to be talking about and some of the things that – Maybe we're looking forward to maybe we're not, but at the very least we just want to talk about it. Um so yeah, we will we'll get right into it. None of our usual segments. Um, but we're gonna count down from ten to one our top ten of the year. Paulo, what's our number ten?
1: All right. Coming in at number ten, uh, Carson and well, this was only on my list, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it's Spider Man Far From Home. <clears throat> um and i'm going to be like right off the bat i'm just going to say for my top 10 list i've already told carson this but um i haven't seen I, I turned out it turns out i haven't seen a lot of movies this year so uh uh numbers 6 to 10 on my list uh were pretty um i don't know they they weren't exactly movies that i would
0: <laughs> pro- so, have so on a top 10 list what did this one beat out what did spiderman spiderman, be?
1: Spider-Man beat out um there was a bunch of Netflix uh, originals, so there was a Triple Frontier, I think, was after it, um, the one where, where Ben Affleck gets shot in the head. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. We just talked about spoilers,
0: and I just immediately spoiled one of them. I don't think anyone's going to watch that anymore.
1: Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, The the Highwaymen was, was one. Good. I like that. That one was good. Um, The only reason I put... One of the few reasons I put Spider-Man over The Highwaymen was because... I didn't remember a whole lot about The Highwayman, so I kind of took that as, like, I didn't enjoy it as much. That's fair. But I also watched Spider-Man, like, last week, so that's kind of biased.
0: Highwayman <coughs> was one of those movies, and I apologize for talking about a movie that's not on our list, because <laughs> maybe I don't want to talk about Spider-Man. I started, this. I started um, this. But, like, after I watched that, I actually went and researched a lot of what actually did happen, because I wanted to know what I did, did, did you exaggerate and what did you didn't. And so yeah. I probably remember me researching it more than what actually happened. Which is maybe that says a little bit about the yeah. movie. Uh but anyway, Spider Man. What did you like about Spider Man?
1: Back to Spider Man. I liked um actually let me start with what I didn't like. Uh because 'cause I'm a I'm a Marvel fan. We all are. Uh, yeah. I mean ev- the whole world is. We're we're under the, the spell of Except Marvel for right Martin now. Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. But um it, surprisingly enough the the humor I feel like wasn't as good as most Marvel Marvel movies. Um and that I put it on par with like the humor in Captain Marvel. Uh which Fair. which um I don't know, it, a, a lot of it fell flat. Um but I mean there was still a funny moment, like a lot of the stuff with Aunt Aunt May. Um and Was she I, in it? Aunt May? She, she was in... in a lot of it. <laughs> really? Well not a lot, a lot, but like more than the last one for sure. <clears throat> I mean, maybe I'm also just thinking of her a lot. Maybe. <laughs> uh,
0: they so really where would you rank up, it, like overall Marvel? Like, what? Is overall it top Marvel? half Marvel is it lower half? It's
1: like I think it's squarely, maybe it's like four out of ten for like. Does that make sense?
0: Like four being. It's, the it's upper like slightly
1: half? slightly over the middle.
0: Okay, in a good way. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, and uh, one large part of that is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, And I I remember after watching the movie, I was, like, thinking to myself, I actually really like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. Um,
0: So how much did you see it coming?
1: um,
0: Like, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to go into (laughs) it because, like, Mysterio is a villain. Well,
1: see, that's the thing. Like, that's what was – I was confused. It was like – again, I don't know why I'm going back to Captain Marvel again. But I know that the Skrulls are bad. Yeah. So I spent the whole movie thinking, okay, when are they going to be bad?
0: That was the one thing that made me think maybe Mysterio won't be bad is because they did the scrolls different.
1: Yeah. So I I just, I don't know. It kind of, that almost took me out of the movie a little bit when I was just thinking, okay, Mysterio, like from the limited comic book knowledge I have, Mm -hmm. Mysterio's bad. When is he going to be bad? But then he played, which was I guess the point, he played being good so well and he was so like friendly to Spider-Man and that was the whole like... He, he's a, a, like a trickster.
0: I think I was pretty close to believing that he was going to be good. Yeah. Like, he did a pretty good job of selling that, and like he he's did. a great actor, so.
1: Yeah, and then there was that like, how they did it also surprised me. So mm-hmm. I, I I appreciated that, and. Um,
0: and I did really like the scenes of him giving the visions, because mm-hmm. it felt cool, and because they had justified how they get it from. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, I buy into this.
1: But to, to a certain extent, that's one of the small problems I had with it is that it felt almost too overpowered. It's like, mm. okay, the drones, they they can make holograms, but... <clears throat> excuse me. But, like, they can... I don't know. It was just so realistic. Yeah, that in I, a
0: superhero world, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah. But I, it is, like...
1: I was I was a little bit, like... I don't know, for some reason... Like, most of the time, I'm just willing to go with it. Mm-hmm. And I, I did, but it was just, like, a little bit of me was like, wow, this is super just super good drone holograms
0: I like that they at least tried something different like it felt like that's an interesting idea I hadn't seen before so I'm like yeah I buy it
1: yeah no I I appreciated it the way they did it and it was like the how they're trying to make all these comic book heroes like more based in science or the real world Mm -hmm. rather than like supernatural and
0: especially spider-man is supposed to be more of a science based
1: yeah yeah which actually that kind of still bothers me a little bit how it's not it's just like his technology that he made because he's mm. kind of he's another Iron Man, which they're really leaning into, which is okay, yeah. I guess. It's different, but it's fine. And but uh, the the main I guess main point is that uh, this is still my favorite Spider Man, tied with Tobey Maguire.
0: <laughs> I still liked the um, Homecoming more than this one.
1: Oh, sorry, not not the movie, like uh, Tom Holland. Oh, then, okay. Well, just,
0: we, so basically, he's better than Andrew. You <laughs> yeah. Think? He's out of three. He's tied with the top.
1: Yeah, that's like every time I say, um, um, all the Joker's are good except for Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I I feel bad. We were talking about Spider Man. I we just mentioned Tom Holland now, which is.
0: <laughs> but I think that's one of the faults of the movie. Is like the core parts of it, which is Spider Man and MJ. I, I, I get they're supposed to be in love. I yeah. didn't really get why. <laughs> It's like there was nothing that really explained it other than uh, it, yep. It's they high are.
1: school. Why is anyone really in love? Yeah. In love, <laughs> in love. quote.
0: I, so one big missed opportunity for me was I wanted to see a little bit more about the five year difference that happened. Oh okay. Um, and like they did, they went into a little bit, and I thought it was cool that they were like, oh, people were referring to it in this way, yeah, and this yeah. is the impact it have. Like I wanted to see at least one person in his small group that had aged five years.
1: It was the the Asian guy. Which Asian guy? Is the one who was like competing with uh with um Peter with Peter Parker. Oh, Red but Kids. he was younger than them,
0: and like I wanted to see somebody who had been in the previous movie, who had then who gotten older? older.
1: Did he not have anyone like that?
0: No, they just had the one kid who had <laughs> been younger and was now the same age as them.
1: Okay, yeah, that was like one of the things that I just rolled with. I think it was it yeah. was. Enough for me.
0: <laughs> I like... Yeah, I just like that they tried to explain it and just be like, eh, let's ignore this happened and let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I was kind of expecting them to do. So... Yeah. Overall props for that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and one other thing I didn't like was the, the teachers. I mean, it ties into the, the humor. Yeah. But they were not... Like, I don't think I laughed at them one time and that was their entire purpose of the movie. Yeah. In the movie, I mean.
0: Um, um Can we talk about the post-credit scene? Has it been spoiled for everyone now? I mean,
1: we... We, we didn't spoil anything yet, but we're about to. <laughs>
0: yeah. So J Jonah Jameson's back. Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: Who wait? Who was it again? It was um the same no same guy same guy before. right? What's his name?
0: Uh, J K Simmons. J K Simmons.
1: Yeah. yeah. I I mean I'm happy about that. Like I said before, Tobey Maguire is my other favorite Spider Man, and uh, he's made
0: for that role. Like who J K Simmons? He's the only person who could do that role. I think.
1: Yeah yeah um I'm I'm happy about that. It's uh. I was actually really surprised that he just unmasked uh, Spider-Man or, like, he told everyone it was Peter.
0: For me, it's like, okay, it's something different. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for that, at least, so. But,
1: it, so, I'm I'm on the fence because there's two things. There's one where um, Spider-Man became the villain, like, basically he, because that's the whole dynamic of the first Spider-Man where everyone thinks he's a criminal, but he's trying to do good, right? Which, like, the? Tobey Maguire. Oh, okay. Spider-Man. Or, like, Spider-Man in general, I think, like comic book spider-man the idea is that he's trying to do good but he's everyone sees him as a criminal because of uh jay jonah
0: Jameson. yeah they don't lean into that well enough to make you believe it like you kind of think everyone (laughs) loves him except jay jonah Jameson. in the in the first in all of the movies i felt like it's never Uh, like they've never really sold that as much as they are Batman, where it's like okay i can see people yeah yeah
1: okay i mean maybe it it is a long time ago but (laughs) um that was one part of it and then the other part was that like I feel like you can't have everyone knows who he is and also yeah. he's a criminal because, well, I mean, I guess you can because that's what they're doing. But I just – I am i don't know how they're going to handle that.
0: It kind of goes down to like they want him to be Tony Stark and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, everyone know who Tony Stark was. So now everyone has to know who Spider-Man is.
1: But the thing is, Tony Stark never potentially murdered someone, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is what um, Mysterio basically – Uh, framed Tony for... uh, Tony. Tom. (laughs) Tom. So many names.
0: Basically Tony.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of Tony, uh, I liked how uh, Spider-Man... I I know I just complained about him being another Iron Man, but Mm -hmm. when he was, like, working in uh, the plane on his new suit, I kind of liked that. That was a nice nod.
0: Um, Yeah, like, if you're trying to make him... Like, I don't like the fact that they're trying to make him Iron Man, (laughs) but if you're going to go down that route, that was a good scene to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, Because, like... Peter Parker is supposed to be smart guy who knows mm-hmm. all the technology. So if you take that away from him, just being like quippy, then it's like not really him anymore.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, that's what they were. You could tell that's what they were leading to from the first yeah. Spider-Man. So.
0: I still like all the characters. I'm still gonna be looking forward to the third one. Uh, yeah. But I don't feel like either of those two would be in like my top ten Marvel movies.
1: Oh de- wait, either of those two.
0: Spider-Man movies.
1: Oh okay yeah. Like,
0: um. They're they're middle both of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're both around the same spot that I put like four out of ten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, but I I wish they would have not killed Mysterio. Kind of one because of Jake Gyllenhaal and he's really good
0: and two well gotta clear the way for Tom Hardy.
1: Tom Hardy. And, oh.
0: And Jared Leto.
1: But like oh god, is he's not Joker anymore though? Is he?
0: Wait oh. He's coming to the Spider Man universe. Oh yeah.
1: This, I mean this That's is supposed to be coming out this year. This shit is all confusing, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's he's not. Oh yeah, because he's switching from DC because Joker's DC. Okay.
0: Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> he's no longer gonna be the Joker. <laughs>
1: Good. Um, hopefully he doesn't play Mobius the same way.
0: <laughs> I don't know who Marbius is, so I don't really have any expectations for that.
1: I, I mean neither. Um, but Tom Hardy wouldn't be. Well, I guess they'll work. Together, they can probably kind of. work it out because they they brought in Carnage or yeah. what's his name? Carnage. Yeah, Carnage. Yeah, which Woody Harrelson looks completely silly. As
0: I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, well, I'm not super okay with it. Oh, <laughs> but it's it. fine. It's fine. It's not like Woody Harrelson's like the greatest actor of all time, and he's missing out on great roles because of this.
1: Oh no, I just meant like uh, his appearance when I saw him yeah. in Venom at the end. He looks a little silly. Um, but yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. Ten out of. Uh, it just breaks into the top ten <laughs> okay. uh, for both of us, I suppose. Uh, do, is there anything you would rather have than Spider-Man on this list from your top ten?
0: If I were to think of other superhero movies, like, I'll just compare it against the big blockbusters. I don't think there's any that I would have subbed in. Okay. Like it's If we're going to have that type of movie in the top ten, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm okay with that.
1: Well, there's another one coming yep. in a little bit. So. <laughs> but
0: before that, uh, number nine, A Marriage Story. Um, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's Netflix original with Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson. Basically a whole two-hour movie about them getting divorced. Um, <laughs> the writer of the movie, Noah Baumbach, who is married to, or married slash was previously married to Greta Gerwig. Um, he's done a lot, like basically... Every movie throughout his career is about family troubles and divorce, so clearly he's okay. working through some things. Um, <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> he's a great director. Yeah. Um, he also wrote one of my favorite movies of all time, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Oh, okay. Um, he was, in my opinion, also one of the better halves of Wes Anderson's early career, because Wes Anderson these days is very much like quirky for the sake of quirky, uh, whereas early in his career it was Kept like him Grounded, Roll Tenon Bombs, and Life Aquatic. It was like here's some really deep family, like, issues going on with the quirky on top. Um, and now Wes Anderson is kind of just, like...
1: He's gone off the rails.
0: He's but. just style now. <laughs> and, like, we're going to talk about, like, things we're looking forward to in 2020 anymore. And he's got a, a movie coming out next year, and I don't know how much I'm looking forward to. It. Wes Anderson? Yeah. Which one is that? Uh, it's called The French Dispatch. It's got all the usual suspects oh, with, great. like, Bill Murray and all that. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, eh. It, but anyway. We'll get to, to that. Yeah. Back to Marriage Story. Um Incredibly well-written, and it also realizes how mad I am about Adam Driver (laughs) taking on the Star Wars movies and Scarlett Johansson being in so many Marvel movies because it's kind of robbed us of movies like this where they're just really, really good actors. Scarlett Johansson? Yes, she's a phenomenal
1: actress. She's a a good actress. I didn't think you would think that she was phenomenal.
0: I would put her probably like top five, top ten actresses out there what yeah like before she joined like Marvel in my opinion is some of her worst work (laughs) Ghost in the Shell not very good oh yeah but some previous work um The Name is Escaping Me um there's a movie where she plays an alien Under the Skin yes she's (laughs) phenomenal in that she's done like a lot of great stuff early in her career The Island (laughs) not that one um but like also in another movie we're gonna talk about later Jojo Rabbit oh yeah it's great to see her not just being super serious and depressed all the time because she yeah. has such a wide range of acting and emotion. And like in this movie, she's playing both very angry and also like there's a couple scenes where she's singing and dancing with yeah, her yeah, yeah. Like, uh, sister and mom where it's like, you can see how much talent she has and it's great. Yeah.
2: And Adam driver, I guess.
0: Adam driver, I'm a little on the fence on these days because he's basically playing the same character over and over again. He's like, Chill dude, who, like, everyone kind of likes. Um, I mean, like in terms of range. Of
1: you know what Bruce Lee once said? I fear not the man who who knows a thousand or what? What is it? I don't know. Who uh, who has a thousand, Who can do a thousand kicks? Or who practices a thousand kicks? I fear the man who practices one kick a thousand times. That's Adam Driver.
0: <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I like, mean he's good at what he does. Like really yeah. good.
0: He's just like when I'm comparing him i'm kind of thinking like is he the best actor working today no. and for me it's like those are the things that will hold him back same with like leonardo dicaprio yeah it's like you're really good but you kind of do one or two things well really
1: well. Leonardo, well yeah his range i guess isn't that it's
0: been limited lately he's did like different stuff back in the day yeah um, um but like anyway back I, to the movie it's
1: still early adam driver has time i think he i yeah. don't know we'll see I'm i am curious to see what any I mean, other range
0: he's not that young he's not the well, star wars cast
1: him young. to be like a
0: young like <laughs> young 20s and he's like late 30s i think
1: you know i never considered how old ben solo is supposed to be
0: <laughs> it's weird but yeah. i also am totally okay with that because he's the best part of those movies he actually sells that role and i like actually do like yeah i
1: really like him as Kylo Ren. i like him as an actor in general but like you said his I haven't seen a lot of range, like even in uh, Black Klansman, mm. um, which he was really good in. Uh, it's yeah, it's chill, dude.
0: Yeah, he was in Logan Lucky. He does a lot of movies with Noah Baumbach, and he kind of just plays like that same like New York hipster guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah.
1: from so I I saw like we're saying like forty percent of this movie, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just so miserable. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, I'm not like not necessarily bad. Like it, I feel like it. Uh, I don't know. It just it showed how I mean, it was a good representation of how shitty a divorce probably yeah. is. I mean, speaking from no experience. <laughs> um, it, and it had a really interesting um, I, I don't know, dynamic with the the two the lawyers, mm-hmm. Admiral Holdo <laughs> and. Uh, what, Ray Leona?
0: Yeah, basically asshole guy yeah. who plays asshole. In every movie. <laughs> yeah, who plays
1: asshole all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh from the, from the limited uh amount uh, that I saw of this movie, I would I would also recommend it, even though I'm usually mainstream movie guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, like there's a lot to unpack there. Um, like in my opinion, as someone who has been through a divorce—not myself being divorced, okay. but parents—it's like I think it very well captured the different sides of it of how, like, people want to be civil and then it's just, like, due to circumstances, you just can't. Yeah. Um And so it kind of ran the gambit. And there's one scene, I don't know if you saw it, where it's now turned into a meme online, which I'm a huge fan of, where Adam Driver ends up punch- punching a hole in the wall. Um <laughs>
1: I saw that part. <laughs> which is
0: fantastic. I'm going to use that. I'm probably going to post it on our Instagram for, like, <laughs> Okay. Know, I'll figure out some excuse to post it. Um But, yeah, it's just two really good actors doing it for like two hours and it's like that's great
1: yeah it's so it's that so it's like they're trying to um they, they're seeing that everything's getting out of hand like all their dirty laundry is being aired out in court so like they come together and they're trying to like work something out but then it just devolves into like a huge
0: fight and that's what i loved is because <coughs> they kind of thought oh we're civil and it's the lawyers who are taking this out of control but it's because they never really confronted their conflicts and like you can kind of see there was no way that they were going to, like, they just assumed the other person was going to kind of let them do what they wanted to do. And it's like, it didn't matter if the lawyers were involved or not. That fight was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And so it was kind of interesting to see of, like, okay, they're not so nice. It's going to, like, it's hard. Yeah. Even if you have the best intentions, like, it's just, like, you can't get what you want always. So.
1: Yeah. I'm... I'm curious to, to see the first 60% of the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's very much them being amicable. Being what? Amicable. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, okay, maybe that's why I felt it was so miserable, because I just saw the end. Like... They were,
0: like, friends for the first, like, hour of it, and then, like, <laughs> then it started getting out of control. They were friends, like, yeah. while they were married? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, they were on good terms, even though, like, from the beginning, you knew they were going to get divorced. Yeah. Um. But anyway, good movie. It's on Netflix. So it's free if you have Netflix, so go watch it.
1: <laughs> True. Um, so here I come again at number eight with – oh, sorry. Yeah, number – ten nine, 8. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> eight with another Marvel movie. Um, I guess – well, yeah, I guess I we did do this on purpose. Uh, it's Avengers Endgame, which we've talked about on the podcast before. I mean, how much more can we say about it? You go listen to our Avengers Endgame podcast. We dedicate a whole two hours onto it. It's like a, a circle jerk.
0: I feel like we can talk more about <laughs> it, maybe.
1: Yeah. Um. How about how it how it holds up, after. After all this time has passed.
0: <laughs> all like seven months.
1: Um. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of movie time.
0: <laughs> I haven't rewatched it since. I don't think it's on know, like Netflix or anything yet, or Disney it's, Plus.
1: It's on Disney Plus, Is I it? think. Okay. I, I did watch it at least one more time. Oh, on a plane when I went to the UK. Mm. Uh, I watched it again.
0: I think I was, I was thinking about it recently when I heard... Um, there's a movie coming up that's supposed to be about a heist. And I can't remember which one it's about, but it just made me think about the missed opportunity. <laughs> the time heist. Because I love the concept of the time heist. Like, if you just made a whole movie around that... And the ending of the movie was like satisfied within the time heist narrative. <laughs> I would have been 100% okay with that movie.
1: I feel like if they went down that rabbit hole of like time heist, it would have been so full of so full of uh well, I don't want to say hole again, plot holes, <laughs> like fallacies, whatever. But you know what I mean?
0: For me it was genius because they had earned the right to go down memory lane. I oh, went yeah. to all their old movies, and it's like, here's a great way to do that and still justify why you're doing it. It wasn't just fan service, like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. fan service, like all Star Wars is. It's just like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm in, I've bought into this, it's stupid, but whatever, it's fine. Um, and then it just, I don't know, because it's, unfortunately, because everything, every meme you see online is about <laughs> that big fight at the end. And it's like, okay, that's, that's why you have to have it, because you need everyone to That's what everyone about talks themes. about after. Yeah. But for uh, me, it's like the least favorite part. Well, of
1: no, one of the big memes was like "I love you 3000. <laughs> that too, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Actually, well, I'm probably unrelated, slightly related. I, w- I rewatched Iron Man three for the first time in like years because I got Disney Plus.
0: I like that a lot more than most people.
1: Iron Man three. Yeah. Yeah, I know you've talked, you've told me about it before, and rewatching it because I think I'd only seen it once. Mm. And at the time I was like meh. A lot it.
0: of people expected it to be something different and I think that's why people didn't like it.
1: I think that yeah, I think I can speak for that like I'm uh an example of that, but re rewatching it again recently, I actually really re- I really really liked it. Um and I can I can say I think that is my my favorite out of the 3 now.
0: Uh, really of Iron Man? Iron Man 3? It's better than Iron Man 1?
1: I liked it better. Hm. Yeah.
0: I did watch Iron Man 1 again recently, and I didn't love it as much as I originally did. Yeah. But I would still say I like it more than Iron Man 3.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, while we're on the topic of uh, big comic book movies, what are your thoughts on the Snyder Cut?
1: On the <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't even know about it un- unless you – if you did tell me <laughs> that there was something called the Snyder Cut. I, I feel like it couldn't be much better. <laughs> To be honest, I don't
0: know. For everyone who's saying they want to see it and that it's going to be some great movie, like, Batman vs. Superman was his (laughs) cut. Like, that's what he made with his vision. And they actually filmed it at the same time as Batman (laughs) vs. Superman. Like, they did those back-to-back. Yeah. So, it's like, it would have been that. Which, I liked the R-rated Batman vs. Superman. Like, the extended version was better.
1: The R... Wait, Batman vs. Superman extended version was R-rated.
0: Yeah, the ultimate cut.
1: I don't think I saw that one.
0: It is a because mu- it adds an extra like half hour and forty five minutes that just gives a lot more context as to why they didn't like each other, which is Ooh. a big part of the movie. Ooh,
1: more bad members. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and it's also you get to see more blood, because it's oh. R rated, so it's good. Um But like I wanna see it. I know kind of plot details of what it was about, and I think it's still gonna be bad and a plot mess.
1: Yeah. But
0: I wanna see the dark, gloomy Superman <laughs> one more time.
1: I mean, I want to see it in the same way I want to see bad boys for life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're just curious? Or? Not
1: curious. Like, I know I'm... Well, okay, no. It's not... Okay, that's a bad example because I know I'm going to love bad boys. Actually, I don't know that. <laughs> I'm like... I'm completely lost right now. We'll talk about that later, but it's yeah. a bad example. I just want it out of morbid curiosity. And maybe it'll be good. <laughs> There's like two percent, maybe.
0: That yeah, that's actually probably where I'm at with Snyder Cut. Like if it comes out, I will go see it in theaters. I'll go pay the twenty bucks. You think for it'll
1: it. come out in theaters?
0: If they release it, I. Eh. <laughs> if there's one theater in Toronto that gets a theatrical release for it, I'll go see it. Um, it probably won't be good, but <laughs> I'm curious.
1: Well, like, what do you think they could change with what they built already? So it's like I a mean, three like...
0: and a half hour movie. Yeah. And the um actual. Justice League was only two hours. Yeah. And they cut it down with all the jokes and all like, the <laughs> dumb shit that I hate. Um, I, like I just want to see what the actual vision is. Because like Zack Snyder, he doesn't tell good stories, but he does good visuals. And so I feel like there's a couple good scenes. I was really looking forward to the football scene that was in the trailers.
1: Football scene. There's a football team where
0: cyborg before he becomes cyborg. Oh.
1: And it's like, I, I just want to see it. I,
0: there were some cool visuals in the trailer. Yeah. I was looking forward to it. That feels
1: like so long ago. It was very long ago. <laughs> Speaking um, of so long ago and Zack Snyder, remember 300? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um. So this that is something fun. I was going to talk about. Did you know that he's coming out with a sequel to Dawn of the Dead this year? He is? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to watch that. It's called Army of the Dead. That's sick. I'm going to watch that.
0: I, I don't know how to feel about it, but I'm going to watch it.
1: But he no, wait. He didn't do. He did do the. He did Dawn of the Dead remake. The remake with yeah. Bing Rhames, right? Yeah. yeah. Before Bing Rhames went on to do. Yeah. <laughs> meow, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> um, no, I yeah. That uh I really like that that uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. So
0: that was back when everyone loved him, and he had Dawn of the Dead and Three Hundred and, and Watchmen back Man. to
1: back. And oh, and Watch. Well, people didn't really. I like, fucking love Watchmen. I know. Films. Not everyone did. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was the beginning of like. The end of uh, popular of, of him being popular.
0: Oh, so then it was Sucker Punch and then Guardians of Gaul.
1: I don't even. Oh, Guardians of that's that the Zach Owl Knight. movie, yeah. right? Oh my God.
0: That was Wh- Zack Snyder.
1: Sucker Punch was after uh, Watchmen. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs>
0: it was his fourth movie.
1: Oh, I remember being in high school and <laughs> with like my friends, like, oh, dude, we gotta watch *Sucker Punch*.
0: I didn't hate They're it. They're
1: so hot.
0: <laughs> it was there's multiple reasons why you could enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, it wasn't the worst thing he's ever made.
1: Yeah, I, and I, di- I remember watching it. I didn't understand it, <laughs> cause like there's a yeah. whole like, if not just dumb action movie. Yeah. Wait, Listen. we're talking too much about *Sucker Punch*. Uh, Let's get on with our list.
0: Next movie, number seven, The Lighthouse.
1: Oh, this is all you, boy. (laughs) Which I've
0: talked a little bit about. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit more of the plot details than we talked about previously. Um, Is there
1: any spoilers to be had? I feel like no. Yes and
0: no, because I could spoil the whole movie for you. I could describe the entire plot, and that might not be an accurate interpretation.
1: Oh. Like,
0: I've watched it, and I had an idea in my head of what it was about, and I went to read a lot of other people's, and it has not been the same. Um, there was apparently a lot more sexuality in the movie than I was understanding. <laughs> apparently the That's lighthouse read itself about it. was supposed to be a phallic symbol. Oh yeah. I've... I didn't interpret that at all. <laughs> um,
1: Someone's, some people just have dicks on the mind.
0: <laughs> I'll, so I'll ruin kind of my interpretation. I thought Robert Pattinson was the younger version of Willem Dafoe's character. And then it was him with himself kind of recollecting the older version of himself with, like, the crimes of his past. That's cool. Um, There's a lot of apparently Greek mythology that has been mixed into it. (coughs) Um, There's a lot of other, I guess, just general types of stories and, like, things you might, like, I feel like there's just so many ways you can watch it and interpret it of what it means and, like, what the story is about, which is odd for a movie that's really just about two guys getting drunk and working on an island together (laughs) and being mad at each other. Um, but take all of that away. It's incredibly beautiful. It's haunting. It's like just incredibly well shot. And like any of the scene as a five minute short would be good on its own. So you take that and basically it's like a two hour short film um, without much meaning. <laughs> um,
1: <coughs> Do you actually, so sorry, are, are you, no, no, no. I have two questions. Mm. One, is there, um, is there some relation to the Vavich? with the lighthouse.
0: So, it's same director. Say okay, but he had I guess very different ideas in mind of how he was making it. Yeah. Because The Witch is very much straightforward horror movie. You know exactly what the tone is supposed to be. I
1: wouldn't say straightforward horror movie, <laughs> but it's like it's a horror. Yeah, yeah, okay. Whereas
0: this one you're not Sure, how you're supposed to feel in each scene. Yeah, and it's like I think one person, and obviously this happened with me, where like one person can watch it and feel something, and another person can feel not just interpretation, but like complete feelings of how you're supposed to like like these characters or not like them. Okay. Um, one thing that is common between the two is the accents. Not because it's the same accent, but apparently they put a fuck ton of work into like making the accents accurate. Um, and they like researched some writer who was going at that time, and like researching accents at that time to make sure that everything that William Defoe said was period accurate.
1: Oh, they were worried about William
0: Defoe's accent. <laughs> uh, apparently, Robert Pattinson's accent was also accurate. Okay, no, that's um, funny because the I, next, the I, next. Yeah, movie. I wish someone on the King had done <laughs> accurate. So Parisian French isn't
1: <laughs> Quebecois French. Okay. Um. With second, My second question about The Lighthouse is, do you actually see mermaids in it? Yes. Cool. You fuck the mermaid. Oh, he's, wow, okay. <laughs> you
0: very much see mermaids. <laughs> and then she turns into a tentacle monster.
1: Mm. Um. I feel like in a movie like that, that's a natural progression of fucking a mermaid. It just turns into a tentacle yeah. monster.
0: But I think the tentacle monster represents the his crimes of the past, so it's metaphorical. Interesting. Okay. Um, I was going
1: to say, I, I want to be wary of the timing of me saying this because we just talked about him fucking a mermaid. Um So because of the the connection between the lighthouse and the Vavich, I feel like this is a movie I would not like, but considering what you've explained, I think I would be more interested, not because of, <laughs> of the mermaid, <laughs> but I would be more interested in actually watching it because it sounds like more stuff happens in this movie than the, the it is. But
0: well, more stuff happens and it's also more comedic. Like, Willem Dafoe farts a lot. I'm, okay. It's <laughs> is
1: that what you think? I think it's No, no, funny. no. <laughs> but, like,
0: it's more lighthearted. Like, it's yeah, not yeah. super no, I, I it. toned down, like, tone. It's, but like, in the the context of the characters, it's showing that Willem Dafoe was, like, really annoying to Robert Pattinson. So <laughs> it's like he's getting annoyed at him. But it's also just, like, a fart <laughs> scene breaks up kind of the tension. Mm-hmm. So it's... I think it's two hours long. It still feels like it's about three hours long. (laughs) I wouldn't recommend it to that many people. As I said, first time we talked about it, but it's a really, really good movie and it'll make you want to research and hear what other people thought about it because there's just so many ways that you could think about it. I do
1: enjoy doing that after watching certain movies. Okay. Maybe I will watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know what you think. (laughs) Um, Not because of the mermaids. I'll watch it. Um, Are we moving on? Yeah. So, yeah. We mentioned Robert (laughs) Pattinson and accents. So, naturally, the next movie, what are we at, six, Uh, is The King, which is a Netflix original as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Not as well. The other one was Marriage Story. Um, The King uh, is starring Timothy Chalamet um, as King Henry V fourth, or fifth. I think it's the fifth. It's one of them. One of the Henrys. Um, and it's just about, it's like a, well, I thought it was going to be like a fish out of water story.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was nothing what I expected it to
1: be. Yeah, because you like, the the description is like, oh, he leads a life of like drunkenness and whatever mm. and he has to become the king and learn responsibility. But like, he... I mean, from, he does,
0: kind of. But.
1: I don't know. Like, the the one of the things, one of the, I, I guess, small problems Which I'll get into more later. um, Which was not really a problem. Which I'll get into more later. Is that um, he was almost like too perfect from the get-go. I agree. Like as soon as he's the idea is like, oh, he's he's not ready to be king, but he has to be king. But then when he becomes king, he knows exactly what to do, and Mm -hmm. he handles himself well, and just everyone respects him right away, (laughs) except for like the guys who he has to chop their heads off.
0: Which is how you get respect as a king, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, he doesn't really do anything wrong, but I'm going to stop short uh, of that because I don't want to spoil the movie. I mean, it is Unless a Shakespeare
0: I... play that's been out for centuries.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, to the people I'm talking to, I'm sure they <laughs> see, right. uh, they don't know what the story – because I didn't – well, yeah. I, I also
0: did not know about the story, so. Okay. okay. <laughs> we can talk about some details.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to figure out what to say without – giving away too much. Basically, I, I gave away the, the the theme or like the the yep. gist of the movie. Um the uh what's his name? Um his friend. And he's also in the thing remake. <laughs>
0: this is a bad example. His name is he, also it comes remake. at night Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. Yep.
1: He plays Uncle Ben uh in uh the prequels. Yes.
0: <laughs> I thought you meant Uncle Ben from Spider Man. In The Star
1: Wars prequels. No 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 um yeah he uh he's almost like he almost steals The the show, uh, which I think they purposely did that
0: for reasons. There's a lot of hype around Timothy Chalamet, and I don't fully get it. Like, he's a good actor.
1: He, He is a good actor. You can tell that he's not quite there yet, because I think his range throughout this movie was kind of, like, very
0: limited. He does really well in a limited role. He doesn't have that gravitas to, like, steal the show himself. Yeah,
1: and, like, I think the best example of that is at the end when he's giving his, like, war speech... It's kind of like.
0: I didn't care at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it was a like the battle time and.
0: Well, no, it was just like I love speeches. It didn't really get me hyped yeah, up. Yeah, no,
1: all. yeah, okay, because I, I felt the same way. Like mm. his speech was not very moving, and I I think not just because the speech wasn't good. I think the way he delivered it is kind of like little boyish.
0: Yeah, I was confused over what they were trying to go for. 'cause like, is this supposed to be a rah rah get me excited about English history thing or am I supposed to be a character <laughs> study? Because it didn't really do either. Like he didn't yeah. really grow and didn't really make me excited about English. Yeah. like Yeah. it, if ju- I was it English, didn't hit so. any
1: notes. Or yeah. the wait the movie or the speech?
0: The movie, like the oh, whole okay. thing. Like,
1: I mean like the movie I feel like was well done. I,
0: I, I generally I, good, yes.
1: Yeah. Um it was it was interesting and it kept my like it kept me interested the whole way through. Um despite the fact that, like, the small things were, like, he's too perfect or his acting in some points was not... Yeah, uh, and I
0: thought a lot of the best parts of the movie were everything that were not the king. Like, Robert Pattinson, for as much as <laughs> weird accent, <laughs> it was an interesting character, especially, like, how it ended. And it's just, like, I, I liked that. I
1: liked that, too. But, um, <laughs> I mean, okay, let's talk about Robert Pattinson. <laughs> um, so, for those of you who haven't seen the movie... I almost don't want to explain what, like, his performance is like, because I is had... It
0: bad, though?
1: Is it... So, It this is the thing. It, like, toes the line between... Mm. His performance is good. It's just the accent that is bad.
0: And am I wrong? Because I haven't talked about this with anyone. Like, is that a Quebecois accent? That That's what I was
1: thinking when we was it watching the movie. It does not seem Parisian it's, French it's, at he's all. He's, like, from Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> and he's supposed to be, like, the, the Dauphin.
0: Yeah. So, like, not just... French, but like Prince in French. Yeah, like, yeah. So he's
1: just like a like a, a cab driver in Montreal. <laughs> um, but I mean, like his, uh, you can tell, and I I think I've heard this in an interview, like he was supposed to be, um, a ray of like silliness in like an otherwise serious and t- t- testosterone yeah, filled movie. Which he was. He was successful. He, for he it. was. He did. He did his job. His performance I liked, aside from the accent, which is completely ridiculous. But, um, I mean, I'm not as mad at it as apparently other people are.
0: I feel like if he had a more normal French-Parisian accent – I don't want to say that Parisian is normal (laughs) Um, – the silliness it added to the character. I think, like, him doing it over the top made it more – like, if he was toned down more, it would have been worse. Like, yeah, it was better to be goofy, even though it didn't fit the movie really. Yeah,
1: I was, gonna, and on that note, like at the same time, how it's like it, he did his job, and it's the the tone is different. Um, I can understand why people, like, are look at his performance, and are like this does not belong in yeah. the movie at all. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Overall, it was it was good. I I'm really like trying not to, to to at, add more details because i want to talk about it but like i would just give everything away
0: so without giving out plot details how did you feel about the general action
1: the action was surprising actually Mm -hmm. um like the first time he fights uh the one of the rebel like one of his father's um bannermen i guess that like turns against him i was not how i expected the action to be at all but which probably was, more realistic for the time. Which, yeah, it, more realistic, and the way that they shot it, I thought he should have lost that fight. Yeah. To be honest, but it's just like a like it's just a schoolyard brawl, yeah, basically with armor on.
0: The um, what I kept comparing it to was another Netflix movie, which is The Outlaw King. Oh yeah, which yeah. was very violent. Yeah, and it made me like I was like fuck, I never want to be anywhere near a fight for the rest yeah. of my life. <laughs> um, but I
1: I kind of got the same idea about this one too.
0: Yes, but like it was a little toned down. Like oh, I feel yeah, like yeah. you either need to go over the top like a king or just like kind of do it like a Marvel movie where nothing there's no real consequences.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I I think the the point of the violence in this movie was not that like it was just super violent. It's yeah. just like it it was not a mess. Like I I don't know how to help me. <laughs> it's like the 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 schoolyard brawl type thing. It was the, yeah. the 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 fights and the violence was more like to paint a picture rather than be a cool action scene. Um, yeah, And fair. it Yeah, did that job. And then the one issue that I did have at the at the end battle, is this a spoiler? Because, like, their whole strategy...
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: I mean, it's a historical battle, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you can look up what happens. But the whole idea was, like, oh, um, we'll draw them in uh, with a fake charge, they'll get stuck in the mud, and then you, like, surround them after they're stuck in the mud. mm but like i i don't know if the 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 Dauphin or the french the frenchmen like if they're supposed to be like not tactically smart but like the to attack them would have had to be the dumbest decision like of all time cuz there's all standing so it's it's happening in our field and then there's like around the field there's like a, a forest Mm-hmm. So all of the Englishmen are standing in the forest waiting for them, waiting for the their fake force to draw in the Frenchmen. Mm-hmm. And then, but like they're clearly, like even from the angle of the Frenchmen, you can see them standing in the forest.
0: I think that maybe was more about how it was shot because like I bought into it because at that point you are starting to understand how dumb Robert Pattinson's character is. Mm-hmm. Where at that point you're like, okay, he's eccentric, but he can kill like little kids. Which he did. Yeah. Um. And so you're like, okay. And so at the point, it's like, okay, they fooled him because he's a dumbass. And I bought that. So yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Well, and yeah, and they built also up it's to historically accurate for how it's happened. I guess, so. yeah.
1: I Well, then I guess I have a problem with <laughs> reality. I don't know. Hmm? I, but And they did build up to it with like, um what's his name? um Timothy, King Henry. <laughs> yeah. um Like it confronting him right before the battle. So it kind of like set him off a bit, I guess. Yeah. Although it was like kind of the other way around because he, Robert Pattinson spends the whole movie like
0: antagonizing him, yeah quote unquote it didn't it wasn't wrapped in a bow,
1: yeah, yeah, but I mean otherwise fine, uh, it's a good watch uh and i mean, yeah, I don't have too like huge gripes about it,
0: no, it's a very I would recommend solid it. movie,
1: yeah, i mean I would yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the ranking, I still agree with it <laughs> after talking about it.
0: Cool. All right. Next movie on our list is one of mine that you haven't seen called The Last Black Man (laughs) in San Francisco. Yep. Uh, You probably wouldn't have had a chance to see it because I think it played for like two weeks in Toronto and hasn't been on anything since. Um, At TIFF? Yeah, it was at TIFF Theater, not at the festival. Oh, okay. Um, So this is from A24, which is basically like the king of indie movie producer studios. Yeah. Um, It's all style. Either you're Mm going to like the style or you're not. I would... Say you can watch the trailer and get an idea of whether you want to watch it or not, but I would say don't watch the trailer because it gives away a major plot point. <laughs>
1: okay. um,
0: so listen to the soundtrack, and if you like the soundtrack, maybe you'll you'll like the movie. What
1: What's the soundtrack like? What's the vibe of the soundtrack?
0: Um. So there was some artist back in the day who made the the song "I Got Five on it. Oh. So he does more of like a jazz soundtrack.
1: Wait, the like the US soundtrack where. Yeah.
0: No, so he made the original.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, like the sample or what they sampled for. Okay.
0: Yeah. So he he's the original singer of that song, yes. but he has done a different style, which is more like jazz. Okay. Um, but it's very much like nice, pretty visuals with a jazz soundtrack. That's like jazz versions of songs you know. Um, so the basic uh, idea of the movie is it's two guys who live in... It's not about one last black man. It's (laughs) There's nothing... I I thought it was about an apocalypse future. It is not at all about what it's about. Okay, I Um, figured it wouldn't be. (laughs) um, But basically, it's about two guys. And in the opening scene, you see that they're going to a house that they don't own to go clean it. Not because they're cleaners, because the people who live there act like they're watching out for them because they don't want them around. But he cares about the house. And he wants to make sure that this house is preserved. So when that couple leaves to go to work during the day, he goes and fixes it and cleans it and like repaints the windowsills and all this stuff. And they know the couple knows? They come back and they catch him and they say, like, why the fuck are you here? Like, get out of here. Okay. Um I don't want to spoil why, but essentially it's a it's a very small story about a guy who loves a house and him and his friend are trying to find their place in the world. They're in poverty. Um so it's about friends. It's about like, there's is, honestly not a whole lot going on.
1: <laughs> That's, like, I can't see how that would be stylistic.
0: <laughs> but they've done it incredibly stylistic. Okay. Um, And it's more about, like, they want to show San Francisco. And it's like, okay, we put a basic plot together. They want to show a side of San Francisco that isn't in all, because you see San Francisco in the movies, and it's all, like, hyped up. It's like you see the hills and everything. Um, and this is more like we want to see the people who actually live there. And they want to show that side of San Francisco. So it's stylish because they want to show the city. Okay. And they put a story around it to kind of put a wrapper and something for you to watch. But it's it's about people. Okay. Um, and the way that they portray people I found very realistic and also something that we need to see more of in the world. Um, there's a in, great the real,
1: like in real life? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: And it, it boils down to one of the uh, monologues that happens near the end of the movie, and I'll... Kind of spoil it because it's not much of a like. <laughs> I'm never going to right? be able to see it. But so they're having a funeral for a guy and they're talking about how great he is. And one of the guys stands up and he's like, This is all bullshit. He's <laughs> like, People are not one thing. And that quote keeps getting coming back to me because he's like, This guy did this one thing one time when we were younger and it was like the meanest thing anyone had ever done to me and he was an asshole. But then he also did this and this is one of the nicest things that anyone has ever done to me. And you can't just say a person is one thing. And I think like in a world where we know more people, we see more things, we consume more information on the internet. We have a tendency to just want to take one person and say, this is who they are. I understand them. I don't need to think about it anymore. This person's an asshole or this person's great or this person is that. And it's kind of just saying that like people are complex. People have a lot going on. They're not always good. They're not always bad. They're just who they are. And it's like, for me, that theme stuck with me. And so really why I love it is because of the style it's a really great movie that it's just like, I just love being in the atmosphere and you give me enough of a theme and enough of a, a lesson to go along with it. It's like, okay, this is now great. Interesting. Whereas if it was just the plot with any other style, I wouldn't care about it. And if it was just the style without any substance, I'd be like, eh, it was okay. <laughs> uh, but I've listened to the soundtrack probably like 60 times since. Um, and I guess one other thing to kind of point out is the guy who's the main character, um, he is that character. He is that guy. Wait, what, what do you mean? So, the character that he's playing is himself. This is the first movie he's ever made, the first movie he's ever written. He's writing a story about his own life. The secondary character is an actor, but he's playing that guy's friend who is in his real life. What? Yes. So, he's like, this isn't just a story he wrote. This is his life. I don't know if everything surrounding the house is real.
1: Wait, so, okay. So, he's telling the story? He's telling, like,
0: he wrote and directed this movie.
1: And, and he's, he's the main character, okay. and he's
0: the main actor, and it's his story. It's I I don't know how much the story is the oh, well, same, but okay. like the people he knew, like, his version of San Francisco. What, okay. This is all like how he lived, how he grew up.
1: This is mind blasting.
0: The exact details of the plot, I don't know.
1: Okay, who is? Is there anyone I would know in it?
0: No, <laughs> oh, no, know. Um, <coughs> Danny Glover.
1: <laughs> okay, I know who Danny yeah. Glover
0: is. Um, he plays like the guy's dad. Okay, um,
1: wait, I, I think I see. I've seen something. I think I've seen the trailer, or like a. I remember Danny Glover talking to some black guy in a trailer.
0: <laughs> was it the? It was either that or the um. The movie where they're all in like a call. What it, what's it called? Oh, th- call um, marketers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like the only two movies he's been in recently. <laughs> thank yeah. you for no, no, thank you. For calling. Sorry for. Sorry for sorry to bother you. Is that what it's called? Something like that, yeah.
1: Is it similar to that?
0: <laughs> They're both very stylish. I like both Excuse of them.
1: Me. I haven't I haven't seen that one either. <laughs> but yeah,
0: basically, um go listen to one or two sound sound songs of the soundtrack. If you like it, you might like the movie. So you've
1: yeah, you've hooked me more on the soundtrack than mm-hmm. the movie. I mean like I have a, a like a serious curiosity about the movie now.
0: There's also if you listen to the soundtrack on YouTube, there's one clip that's just the main actor describing his friend who is, like, the secondary character, played by somebody who's not that actual person in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just, like, it kind of underscores that, like, these are real people and this is, like, he knew this person and this is, like... Because the the other guy is, like, um, his friend is, like, some guy who's poor, but he he likes writing plays. And so he always has his notebook around. And whenever he observes people, he just kind of, like, talks to them and becomes their friend and then, like, writes about them. Um, And I actually got a notebook after that movie because I was going to do the (laughs) same thing, but I haven't... (laughs) Wrote in a single page since
1: for the for the short film that we're gonna make, right? Yeah. One day. <laughs> um, what would you compare this movie to? Like what uh, something so, like something along not along the same lines? I guess along the same lines.
0: Honestly, I can't like, say anything. Or like
1: way. like feeling wise, like vibe wise, what a movie that gives you a similar vibe? Because this would help me.
0: determine. I almost want to say a ghost story. Really? But is it like the black version of a ghost story? <laughs> it's more like that. It's very meditative. Okay. Like it's you're here for the atmosphere, not the story, and like the music is a big part of it, and just like the visuals of like kind of reflecting on something. Exact style and exact song, very different, but I think it's that same vibe.
1: I see a theme with your.
0: <laughs> I inlo- I love style, like. It's
1: <laughs> no, I, not even the style. Just like the like interpretation of mm-hmm. like what's going on in the movie with I think if something makes
0: me think about it after like <laughs> even now walking to work in the morning and something like I'll, I'll think about this movie again I'll think about The Lighthouse again and so if a movie does that it bumps <laughs> up a few points in my books that's fair whereas Avengers Endgame I leave and I'll never think about <laughs> that <since laughs> they're trying to teach me
1: you don't want to know <laughs> who's going to be Iron Man after not <laughs> yeah no that makes sense um I mean I don't have anything to <laughs> Uh, next. Yep. At number four is Dolomite is my name, which is another Netflix special. Uh, which came in really high on my list. Did you watch this one? Yes. Okay. It came in pretty high on my list. Um, it's not uh something that I would normally enjoy, I guess, or recommend, or watch and be like really Why? into. I don't know. I mean, just like. Uh, for example there's the there's the movie about uh Animal House or what's the the comedy group behind the Animal House um hold on i'm going to look it up right
0: now i don't know what you're talking about um
1: it's a netflix special uh will forte is in it um, Animal House like National Lampoon it's the movie about National Lampoon oh, i
0: don't know about you, it
1: okay i know about National Lampoon but and so there's there's a movie about like it's it's like a biograph or like a, a history mm. or biopic. Mm. Did you
0: know that the correct pronunciation of biopic is biopic? Biopic? I just learned that, by the way. I did <laughs> Fun not. fact. I right. did not know that. Um, But I'm t- I don't want to
1: find the name. A Feudal and Stupid Gesture. Never heard of it. Okay. But basically it's about the, the creation. It's narrated by the guy who uh, created National Lampoon. And it's just about how it started, mm-hmm. like how they got big and then whatever how
0: someone died. So was it more about how what the actual story was? For which for For National Lampoons. Because in this one I feel like it's based on true events, but it's it, not really.
1: No, it's no but the thing is I think this one is mostly based on true events and same with the National Lampoon one, it's like mm-hmm. it just tracks how everything developed. So from the beginning, like for um what's I don't even remember his damn Rudy name. Rudy Raymore.
0: Huh? Rudy Raymore.
1: Rudy Raymore, yeah, yeah. The guy that Eddie yeah. Murphy plays. <laughs> the main character. <laughs> the main character who becomes Dolomite. But like it shows like how he starts out, he's like hustling, he's trying to just make something of himself mm-hmm. and then he finally like he hits gold mine from the uh, observing uh, homeless crackheads. <laughs> 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 like he creates a character mm-hmm. out of that, becomes dolomite, and then mm-hmm. he starts I guess he's the grandfather of stand-up comedy <laughs> somehow and then yeah. he like turns it into movies.
0: Um, but it felt more like if Rudy Raymar would have made a movie about his life. About his life? Yeah. I mean that's fair. Like Because like Eddie Murphy doesn't look anything like Rudy Raymar <laughs> and it's like they weren't going for 100% historical accuracy they were going for like let's make a fun movie.
1: Uh, I don't know I feel like it was it I, I'm willing to believe that the real chain of events was so outlandish that it the movie sure, was like yeah. kind of close to uh, to, to the truth, um, and I I feel like on the point of Eddie Murphy not looking like Rudy Ray Moore, I just feel like he was this is something that he was so passionate about that he wanted like he just really wanted to do it. And it didn't
0: matter him. that he didn't look like him. like he yeah, he was the character he was he played the character,
1: and like the the only thing well it's not the only thing but one of the biggest things that I've been thinking about that movie since I saw it mm-hmm. is that it was so nice to see Eddie Murphy try. <laughs> And, like, enjoy himself
0: acting. Now he's in Coming to America too. Yeah. (laughs) So he's he's back now.
1: I mean, which could just send him back into...
0: (laughs) Which, by the way, so you made a post on Instagram a little while back saying this is one of your favorite Wesley Snipes performances. Yes. And I was curious as to why, because it didn't make much of an impression on me.
1: I don't know. Okay. Wesley Snipes, it was completely different from anything else I've ever seen him do. Um, Like... Probably the the last movie from Wesley Snipes that I saw before this one was Blade, or one of the Blade movies. It's probably fair. <laughs> but like it just, it, I think it's along the same lines of Eddie Murphy like trying. It's like Wesley Snipes is actually trying to give a performance rather yeah. than be a badass, and it's just like such a uh, such a strange character for him to play. But he like he buys into it and like he just goes for it in the same way that Paul Rudd goes for everything, <laughs> and that's why I love Paul Rudd. So I think that's why it kind of like put me onto his character. And I just like – he was he was just – he was really funny. Like I, fe- I enjoyed him more probably than uh, Eddie Murphy's Rudy or him were.
0: He didn't have as much screen time though. He didn't. But I loved his speech at the end. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, when he's like – they finished filming the movie and he – this is not a spoiler. He finished mm-hmm. filming the movie – and like his guts, his fake guts are hanging out, and he's just walking out off the set saying like, "This is gonna be terrible," <laughs> <laughs> basically trailing fake guts. Um, and, but this, um, I don't know what else to say. Like, it it made me want to watch uh the what is
0: Actual dolomite? It, Dol- movie. dolomite is
1: my, yeah. Which I know probably won't. I don't know, probably won't hold up because <laughs> it's like from the 70s. I mean, they're terrible. And it was, yeah, they weren't good movies to begin with, but, like, just out of a spectacle, I want to see, like, morbid curiosity.
0: There's another one that he made later on, which maybe is more interesting, but, like, he started putting, like, the devil in it, (laughs) and it was, like, all this crazy shit, and he, like, beats up the devil and has, like, an orgy with all these, like, demon ladies. (laughs) And, like, he goes completely off the deep end. Yeah. Which, like, is maybe more entertaining just because of how crazy it is. And that's
1: the type of shit that I would probably uh, enjoy for a little while, unless it goes too too far off the rails, and I'll just be completely lost.
0: Yeah, it, like, I like seeing a movie. I like that those movies exist and those guys could make a movie like that. I'm not at all enticed to go watch them. Um, but, you know, I'm glad they exist.
1: <laughs> but, um, for Dolomite Is My Name specifically, I am, um, I, I it's, pro- it's probably better than the movies that they're about. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, it's just yeah, it was a good time. I liked it, um, not I wouldn't recommend it to I don't know if you're like like I said, most of the things that I usually find myself really buying into, uh,
0: how would you compare it to um the movie about the room, what was it called
1: oh uh disaster, time, disaster artist. Artist, yeah i okay, so I laughed more, I think, no, no, actually. Damn, that's pretty...
0: Because Disaster Artist, for me, was just like, hey, I remember that scene. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this one, it felt more like a story.
1: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I So, yeah, I I remember laughing at the Disaster Artist, mm-hmm. but there wasn't really substance. It was just like, yeah, this is funny. Versus there was an actual story, and you actually felt more watching Dolomite in my life. Well, I did, at least. Um like, his, his struggle and, like, his ambition to, to make something of himself, and I actually felt that in this one, whereas, yeah, Disaster Artist was just fun.
0: And I think with the Disaster Artist, like, more people have seen the room and know some of the scenes, whereas with these ones, I don't think people had got as many of the references. Yeah. There was only, like, one or two references that I really got that I'd known the scenes of. Yeah. Um. So it was, like, the other ones, it's like, okay, I'm sure maybe really people really laughed at this for having seen <laughs> how it was made, but it's like, I don't know, I didn't.
1: And so on that note, I think another thing that gives Dolomite a leg up on the disaster artist is that coming in not knowing any of the original mm. movies, the 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 references that they were in there were funny for themselves, like for yeah the, those scenes. You didn't themselves. need context. I, yeah, I, I didn't like need to those. have seen the movie before to think it was funny. Yeah, um, it was just really well done.
0: So, do you think Eddie Murphy is going to have a comeback now? No, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) This is it.
1: Uh, Yeah, unless he has more. Are you going to
0: be in the Doolittle movie?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's something we're looking forward to next Did year. Do you know
0: there was like three or four more daddy daycare movies that came out after his?
1: I know there were. <laughs> I don't know anything else about them. I haven't
0: seen it. But I saw there was one like on some like movie site I was on that was like four. Was yeah. Like, oh my God.
1: I'm sure Cuba Gooding Jr. is in like two of them.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, okay. Number three on our list, Parasite. How much do you know about Parasite?
1: I know it's a really good movie. <laughs> it's a yeah. um, it's a thriller and um it uh it messes with your brain
0: not really no okay, um i don't so know i think so Bong jun ho who made snowpiercer um it also made the host which is probably his two more like well known like north american I'm movies am familiar
1: with those too <laughs> um
0: this is like so snowpiercer in my mind it was a really good gritty action movie but it didn't have the drama to really take it over the top as a masterpiece or a serious movie uh the host was a fun movie but it was too goofy to be really taken seriously like This is, in my opinion, the best movie he's done where you can really take it seriously and still enjoy it as a fun movie. A fun movie? A fun movie. Oh, okay. Because the basic premise of the movie is there's a poor family in Seoul, so this is a Korean movie, um, and they slowly work their way into kind of tricking a rich family into hiring them as servants. Like, they don't tell the rich family that they're all related. Yeah. But it's, like, one person gets a job, and then they're, like, like oh... teaching
1: English or something. Yeah, and it's,
0: like, oh, I know somebody who's a really great teacher who yeah. can do this art <laughs> teacher, but it's a sister, and they don't mm-hmm. tell. So it's kind of, like, them invading a rich person's lives, and it so it shows, kind of, the class structure in Korea. Mm-hmm. But the people are all goofy. There's a lot of, like, really funny moments where it's just, like, them trying to get away with shit and, like, really? how they manipulate this family. And, like, the mom's, like, one of the dumbest people alive. Like, she's really dumb and played up goofy and it's like okay how do you trick these people into making it seem like you're not related and you don't know each other
1: okay this is completely different from yeah. anything that i thought i thought it was just gonna be like bleak and no disturbing. and it's funny
0: because that's kind of what i expected and the trailer there's a lot of scenes where it's like oh something bad's about to happen yeah but it's it's a completely normal scene in the movie that they've just edited to make it seem <laughs> like something bad's gonna happen like all the actual because there is i don't want to say horror but like suspense and thriller moments mm. none of those scenes are in the trailers and so, like, there's this one scene in the trailer where the woman's walking up the stairs and you can see a head coming up and it's like, oh, someone's going to attack her. They're just two people walking up the stairs. <laughs> and then they just edit it in a way that makes it seem like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, oh, I'm going to get the name wrong. Song Kang Ho. <laughs> um, anyway, probably in, like, top five actors working today. Not well known because he's not, he doesn't speak English. But, like, he's a phenomenal actor who plays, like, down-to-earth goofy guy, but also like play it with a lot of like gravitas.
1: Was he in either Snowpiercer or The Host?
0: He was in both. I think he was the guy, the Korean guy in Snowpiercer. Oh, okay. Um, and then in The Host, I think he was the father. Yeah. So okay. Good. He,
1: I know who he is. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, and he kind of steals the show. But the the two main actors would be the son and daughter. Um, I don't know who they are. I haven't seen them in anything, but they did a really good job as well. Um, and it's it's black humor. Like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Which it's I not like. too scary. It's just like watch some shitty things happen to rich <laughs> people and then also to poor people. And it's just like there's just some funny moments.
1: I'm I'm more compelled to watch it knowing that now. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's I'm interested to see what happens in like Oscar season because it won the the Palm D'Or at Con, at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. Um it's been nominated for Golden Globes, but like foreign films usually don't get Oscar nominated. So I'm interested to see if it, like if this movie was in English, I think it's a home run pick for best picture, but because it's not, it won't get as much. Um, like Sang Song Kang-ho won't get nominated for best actor. Yeah. Even though I think he probably had one of the best performances of the year. Um, and I'm okay with that because I gave up on the Oscars a long time ago. <laughs> um, but it's, it's honestly just like one of the most well-made movies that have been made in, in recent years. Okay. Um, and this is number three on our list, but it was number one on mine. Like it's, in yeah. my opinion, this is a this is a masterpiece.
1: I mean, I I wouldn't argue with you if you wanted to put it over our next two movies, um. But we'll we can get into that later. I I thought so from what I knew about Parasite or what I heard or what I thought I knew about Parasite, was it gonna it was gonna be, and this might be a bad example like Black Swan a little bit, where it's like a a like a mental thriller. It's
0: like that if you added comedy.
1: Okay. Yeah, cuz there's no like, comedy is, in black. I remember Black Swan being one of the scariest movies I've seen, and I don't know why.
0: Uh it's yeah, it's trippy like it has But right.
1: like it actually like I it was one of the few movie, movies that I've seen in a theater that I actually wanted to leave at some at one point. And I think I everyone I've told this to has like looked at me weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I get that. Um this movie like it's not scary, but it's always like you're on the edge of your seat.
1: Yeah. It, you're like anxious yeah it's okay. very anxious that's a good word to describe it yeah a F.A. Faye wouldn't want to watch that
0: <laughs> but um it was funny i don't think it was this movie but one of the other because i saw this at tiff and there was this guy who i was standing in line with and there was this uh, radio station that was coming by wanting to interview people and he gave an interview because he was one of these guys who wanted to have his voice heard um and he was like some american who had come up and he's was, he's was from like ohio and he's like this is the first, like, international film that I've seen. And he was talking about how he wanted to broaden his horizons by watching, <laughs> his, like, subtitles just aren't for me, but, you know, I'm going to try. And it, like, those people annoy me so much because, like, this is just... <laughs> people think about international films as, like, oh, you have to read. They must be, like, so, like, dramatic and straightforward. And, like, this is just some oh my God. fun, goofy movie. Yeah. And it's, like, I just want more people to go see it. That... that sorry.
1: Like... <laughs> on a tangent, the whole sub- subtitle argument about, like, I don't want to watch foreign films because there's mm-hmm. subtitles, I, I just hate that so much. I don't. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not going to go too much. I'm not going to go on a rant. I'm not going to get on my soapbox right now. But
0: There are some times when I've been, like, when my mind is really tired where I don't want to watch a subtitle film because, like, I... Sure, yeah. But, like, in general, there's not that much talking in a movie. Like, you can, <laughs> it's not that much effort. Yeah. Um. But... Actually, uh, from the Korean perspective, they were saying one of the reasons why this one was so much more successful than some of his other ones is that they were saying the subtitle people were really good. And so they actually captured the original emotion much better than because, you know, if if you're someone who subtitles a film, like you drive how people interpret all of it. So
1: it's not necessarily a direct translation. Yeah.
0: So I guess they got it. They did it really well. (laughs) I don't know if that makes it that much better than previous.
1: Interesting. Like tactical subtitles. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> it's still in theaters, so go see it,
1: everyone. It is? Wait, like regular release? Yep, Cineplex. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'll watch it, <laughs> 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 but I'll watch it. And I say that about like ninety percent of the movies. I'm looking. I'm forward sure to it'll be on podcast, soon. But so, I would. Oh, that's like ideal situation <laughs> for me. Um, oh, I want to talk about the Joker, <laughs> even though it's second on our list. So, okay, the top two that we have, starting with the Joker um is uh the only yeah the only two that we both had on our mm-hmm. lists, which is why they take up the top two spots um like I said, I wouldn't be uh too upset if um I don't think
0: either of us love this movie, but we both like it,
1: yeah, and I do think it is a good movie uh back joker mm-hmm. <laughs> um but fun- funny enough, I didn't i don't know watching it. I didn't I didn't love it as much as everyone else did.
0: How much has other people loving it made you like it less?
1: I don't think that's why. I I think it was kind of the mood that I was in and I just wasn't prepared to watch something so just depressing. Like there was nothing good. Like nothing good yeah. happened in this movie. There was nothing happy. I thought it was good fun. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, we can see... I, oh, my God. Yeah. It, like, there was no protagonist. There's no, no. one to cheer for. Mm-hmm. But at the they same time... They made him sympathetic. I times, don't even at find... At I don't even think I found him sympathetic. Like, even even if you did, the twist yeah. makes you not yeah. like him anymore. So, like, there's no redeeming quality for this character. And
0: I think we can go into full spoilers here, because if yeah. you haven't seen this movie... You don't care about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair to say. It's made over a billion dollars. Everyone's seen it by now.
1: I yeah, but I mean like it, it's well made like it's it's good as a movie. Like mm-hmm. I can see why everyone loves it. Um and I like it as a movie and even as not a Joker or Batman movie, I've been telling people this, like, if it had nothing to do with the Joker or the mm-hmm. or Batman and it was just about a guy with a mental illness, it would be a great movie.
0: I would have liked it more because they would have shoehorned in less stuff but because one of my biggest issues with it was there's like eight reasons why he goes crazy and I feel like you don't need eight subplots (laughs) like there's there's the whole thing with his mom there's the comedy show there's like uh, getting fired from his job there's the girlfriend there's like there's so many different things and I think they're trying to do like Taxi Driver is obviously a big influence on this movie Mm. and it's like oh someone like everything goes wrong and that's why they've gone crazy and it's like you could maybe focus on four of those eight, and just like make it a much sharper movie.
1: He just wanted to hammer it home, like yeah. like this shit. <laughs> um, jeez, I don't even know where to.
0: How did you feel? So, and for those of you who haven't seen the movie, he has a condition where he has uncontrollable laughter <laughs> sometimes. Obviously, that's not a real thing. I assume.
1: Uh, it's like, or maybe a form. Did of you Tourette? buy it though? Yeah, I, I I actually bought that. I I feel. We have very different perspectives about everything about the movie, which <laughs> is like I was funny.
0: okay with it. I didn't totally take me out of the movie, but yeah. I'm like, I was aware that I wasn't letting it slide yeah. as I was watching it. And I was like, okay, I'll give it to you, but this is kind of bullshit.
1: That that was one of the things that I was just okay, fine. I'll roll with this. He has a condition. It mm. it makes things happen in the movie. I get it. It's fine. One of the things, well, I guess it's not even within the Joker movie. But, like, my own bias towards the Joker about how he's, like, a criminal mastermind. I'm mm-hmm. like, this guy can't do any of that shit. Yeah.
0: Which, I'm o- I'm okay with them changing characters. Yeah. Because that's how Batman gone from, like, goofy 66 Batman to the <laughs> Batman we know today was somebody going and changing a character. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't need him to be a mastermind because I was like, okay, they're doing their own thing. I don't need it to apply the expectations of their. Yeah, character. Yeah, so
1: that's something I, I, like, I had to take my... I took myself out of it because mm-hmm. of my own bias, but, like, again... Without the whole Joker, Batman thing as a movie, is still really good.
0: But they do, like, they try to end him in a spot that gets him closer to where the Joker is. Like, there is a very sudden turn. <laughs>
2: yeah. And,
0: like, all of a sudden he's dancing down the stairs. And I'm like, wait, where did this come from? <laughs> and, like, I didn't totally buy that. And then at the end when he was like, everyone loved him, I'm like, what? because there were there were opportunities for this movie to stay really grounded and true to the character that they were developing like they were at a certain point I think I may have talked about this last time we talked about this but he's walking down the street and he's feeling kind of depressed about life and he sees a car drive by with somebody in a clown mask mm-hmm. and it's like oh here's somebody who's never been loved maybe he'll kill again because this is the first time in his life where people seem to approve of him and because so he's killing because he's inspiring them, maybe for the wrong reasons, but it's like, okay, maybe I'll. You want some? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you have a cup. Sorry. <laughs> no, we'll just fine. Fine, go ahead. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, there was an opportunity for them to like make this a little sharper, a little more grounded, a little more like believable for the character, mm-hmm. but it felt like they needed the character to get somewhere, and so they had to change the movie that they wanted to make. And it reminded me a lot of 10 Cloverfield Lane, which oh, yeah. was originally written as not a Cloverfield movie. Yeah. And then suddenly at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, right, we need this to be a Cloverfield movie.
1: <laughs> was it that or it was like, no one's going to watch this. We need to put a name on it.
0: <laughs> I mean, at, at least this one was a Joker from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it's like, because I actually know what the original script was. For the Joker? For 10 Cloverfield oh, Lane. Oh, okay. And it was a much better story. And so my biggest issue with that movie, like, it was great up until that ending point, And I was like, oh, that feels like it's going a little off the rails. And then you read about it and you're like, oh, that's why. Like, you actually had a really good story and you just changed it for the sake of the, <laughs> the name. Whereas this one, like, it, they must have known from the beginning. And I'm, I, don't, I still love the movie that they made. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I wouldn't put it up there as, like, top five superhero movie of all time. There's no superhero, but like you know, the genre.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what would you put ahead of it?
0: So, Dark Knight. Yeah. Batman Begins. Yeah. Watchmen. Logan.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. There's more than I thought. Because I, yeah, I agree with all four of those.
0: Uh, I don't know what I put number five, but I feel like one or two, maybe like Spider-Man two, maybe.
1: Spider-Man like Tobey. Maguire. Tobey Maguire Man? Spider-Man two. <laughs> Any of the to- uh, No, the third one. I put the even Dark
0: Knight Rises. I put ahead. Yeah. Okay. That's it, fair.
1: Yeah. Dark no. Knight kind
0: of Rises was a disappointment upon release, but when you go back and see the type of superhero movies they're making today, like it's much better. Oh, I liked. <laughs> I
1: I liked it after release, but that's neither here nor there. But still good. Yeah.
0: I when I saw Logan came out last year, I was like, okay, this is going to open the door for more R-rated movies that are a little bit more grounded, a little bit more real. Mm-hmm. This was. I hope this continues. More movies being made like this. So overall. It definitely I, will. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm interested to see what the sequel will be like because there's no reason there should be a sequel to this movie (laughs) Um,
1: so it's like it'll be like a a Kingsman where the sequel is complete shit yeah but
0: it's it's got Walking Phoenix so yeah and
1: he yeah he is actually a really good he held that movie together yeah
0: the the movie is him
1: basically I'm trying to think of like there's no supporting there's Domino Zaza Beats
0: Zaza?
1: Zazy? I don't know but she's not even in
0: I so when I was watching it I swear a bunch of the cast was the same people from The Dark Knight and then I went and uh-huh. looked and there was only one but like the rest of them were Who was the one? Um so you know when he's going to Arkham or whatever Asylum yeah. is and there's like somebody in a gurney who's like strapped down and screaming
1: he was in The Dark Knight He
0: was and I don't <laughs> know how I noticed <laughs> that but he was Um he plays um, do you know the DC villain Zaz? Yeah. He's I got do. all the cuts. Yeah. He was that guy. Oh. And I noticed that. I was watching it. I was like, that's the same guy. What the hell? And I was like, I don't know how I pinpointed that, but it was.
1: Okay. That's <laughs> random. <Yeah. laughs> um,
0: but it felt like it could have taken place in the same world as the Christian Bale Batman.
1: Yeah, that could have. But. Then... And by
0: the way, I love that Thomas Wayne was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Because that was something different.
1: I mean, that it just fit perfectly with the whole theme, yeah. like, he'd uh, kill the rich or whatever. And I'm
0: really glad he didn't end up being, like, stepbrothers with Batman. <laughs> I was
1: so worried that that was going to happen, especially when, yeah. I don't know, like, it was... Was it hinted? I guess it was kind of...
0: They were, like, trying to say that, yeah, Thomas Wayne was his dad.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
0: And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I really hope in the sequel I... they're not like, oh, he actually was.
1: <laughs> just retcon everything. Yeah, they're brothers. That's why they're so connected. <laughs> Just completely undo this the the, the good honestly
0: I would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm Warner gonna Br-
1: hold out hope that they're not that
0: Warner though. Brothers does not know how to handle franchises. Oh shit, so. sorry. I
1: Yeah <laughs> I'm trying to think we'll of see. like a good example. Of, yeah, sure they can, but I can't. Um remember when he was doing stand up comedy? I actually thought he was doing pretty good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I liked, and I, this was also mentioned in one of our favorite YouTube channels, Red the Media, um, but when he's sitting at a comedy show and he's laughing at the parts you're not supposed to laugh oh, at, yeah. I liked the little nuances like that and the trips to the counselor where it was like, this guy clearly does not understand how to fit into society. Mm-hmm. Like It was a lot of those small moments that made me buy into, like, okay, this character just does not fit in. He's not, Ooh, he's so wacky. But <laughs> yeah. Like There's legitimately. Yeah, I know. They just,
1: delicious. they built it up. Well, they put, it was a well put together. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm not mad at it being number two.
0: No, it's like, I'm, um, it's a good movie.
1: Yeah. That being said, Oh, it's your turn. <laughs> number
0: do. one, Jojo rabbit.
1: I do like this one better than the Joker.
0: Yeah. I, I also liked this better than the Joker. Um, I don't know what you say about Jojo Rabbit. Um, There's a bunch of different things. Sam Rockwell is phenomenal. (laughs) Scarlett Johansson is phenomenal. Everyone, like, all the supporting characters are funny and good at what they do. And, like, there's the little kids and they all play the great role. (laughs) Like, the main character has his little friend who has phenomenal performance at the end. Like, it's – I don't even know if there's anything of substance that comes out of this or is it just humor because I think a lot of people go, like, okay, it's it's funny. And at the same time, there's all these lessons about, like, race and hate. Yeah, it's it's I, like, like very it's, shallow it's, lessons. It's just funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, Taika Waititi is obviously extremely funny and good at what he does. I kind of want to tie this back to what I was saying about Wes Anderson earlier and that I just think it's going to go downhill soon. What do you mean? Like, I think he's style. Oh, Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi. Oh, okay. I think this is gonna be his peak, and I think now that he's become mainstream and people want him to do the same thing, it's gonna start to go a bit downhill, maybe.
1: Yeah, if there's an overload of of yeah. Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. then it's too much. Like, and I I felt that in this movie a little bit with how he was as Hitler. Yeah. Like, if there was maybe a little bit less, I would have liked it more. Which is like not to say he didn't do a good job. He
0: wasn't even uh, that much. Like he was, I think it was a good amount for this one.
1: It was, but I I still felt like it was a little too much. Like mm. there's only so far you can take the, yeah. the 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 joke of him being Hitler. Which is not to say it's not funny. It's yeah. funny, but um yeah, I, I, I hope he doesn't. I hope we don't get burnt out of of Taika Waititi.
0: But, yeah, like, the main kid does a great job. Yeah, he's Um, good. Basically for, I guess, if you don't know much about the story, he's a kid in the Hitler Youth in Nazi Germany.
1: Oh, yeah, we should probably explain the
0: story. Um, He finds a girl in his attic who is a Jewish girl that his mom is hiding. Um, She's also in The King. Is she?
1: She is. um, She plays his sister.
0: She's in A Bunch of Things, which I found out later. Yeah. Um, Sorry, continue. But, yeah, so, like, there's a heartwarming story about a kid Growing up and like meeting a girl that he likes and trying to like navigate that awkward situation. Um, like there's a lot of very relatable pieces that like help you relate to a kid who's in the Hitler Youth and Nazi Germany. <laughs> um, because it's like people going through the same like stuff that normal kids would growing up. But then there's also like the horrifying aspects of war, which like they play comedically, but like they know how to make it hurt when it needs to. Yeah. So, like, be like, this is not all just a joke.
1: Yeah. You know you know I just realized it the the story between the kid and the Jewish girl hmm. is kind of have you seen the dictator <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. So I haven't seen the movie but I've just saw clips and I saw that at the end I don't care if I'm spoiling this movie because you don't need to watch Nobody the cares. dictator but Sasha Baron Cohen like his love interest who's played by Anna Ferris hmm. they get married at the end of the movie and then he finds out she's Jewish and he hates it because like <laughs> because he's like a terrible person. Yeah. He, yeah. So it's kinda like, you know, he's in the Hitler the kid's in the Hitler youth and oh my god, and she's Jewish, but I like her. Yeah. It's like the other version. Yeah, of it. it completely ripped off the dictator. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, um yeah, how much more can I say that it's a good movie? Uh oh, um now I just sound like I'm complaining about everything because I'm gonna Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Um so you, you're like you're saying that she's
0: I thought she was really good. She
1: was she is really good, but like I I don't know. I
0: she, Were you not used to seeing her comedic?
1: No. I've seen her in like other stuff where <laughs> she's comedic. I just can't think of it right now, but like her accent kind of took me out of it mm. a little bit. I mean, she's no Robert Pattinson, but <laughs> um, it was a little odd and she was a little I guess she was a little goofy so the mother but I mean I guess that was her she
0: re- was a bit over the top yeah a but little bit but in a movie like this <laughs> yeah I think you get a pass on it and,
1: and that's what like she was supposed to be likable like <clears> the the best friend mom <clears throat> because should I spoil it
0: <laughs> no, no we'll leave that okay
1: she, she's like yeah I, I mean that's her role and she plays it well but is a little like you said it's a little bit over the top and the accent um, but, um, there was one, one of the supporting characters that, oh, Rebel Wilson, I think that this one. Oh yeah.
0: She was early on in the movie. She was what? She was early on in the movie. I forgot about her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was the, the best role I've seen her in really <laughs> on, honestly the o- only because of the the part at the end where she's like she's leading the Hitler youth like the Americans are attacking. I forgot she was at the end. Too. She's, she's like one part at the end. She's like she has a line of Hitler youth and she's said them off to battle. Oh, she puts, I remember that. She yeah, puts yeah. a grenade in like in his <laughs> in one of the kids' uh, belts and she like pulls the pin. And she's like, "Go, give that American a hug." <laughs> and that's like the terrible. Yeah. but it, That was like probably one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> I think I forgot
0: about that because the best friend. Stole all of those scenes at the end. Oh yeah, the, the going kid on.
1: like who was dressed as the uh, yeah. <laughs> the robot at one point. And, and
0: that was like one of, like there was never a dull mov- moment in the movie because all of the supporting characters hit Were it good. out of the park. Yeah, like, whenever the main story wasn't happening, there was something really entertaining happening.
1: Yeah, and like how how you said uh, Sam Rockwell mm-hmm. the, like phenomenal. Like has he had okay? Has he had two bad roles? I was gonna say has he had a bad role, but he he's had,
0: had many two. bad roles. Like what? Like, he's done a lot of good stuff, but for every moon, he has a Gentleman Broncos.
1: I haven't seen that.
0: It's a bad movie. Okay. Um, He's done a lot, of, like, he had a phase of probably, like, seven, eight years where everything was terrible, <laughs> and then he came back with three billboards, and he got the Oscar nomination. I can't remember if he won.
1: He only came back with three, bu- oh, he was in Charlie's Angels.
0: Was he? <laughs> yeah, he
1: was. He was the, the lovages that turned into the villain, I just realized. Bro.
0: I've. Totally forgot about that one. Oh my god! Okay. Um, but then he did that, it. and now he does JoJo, so he's back. But yeah. I am totally expecting him to just go back to terrible
1: roles. Really? Well. I don't know. He's de- he's on a pretty good streak right now. He's
0: a good actor. He just makes bad decisions ah. with movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all need money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he was um, one of my favorite favorite characters as well. I probably even more than like uh, Taika Hitler.
0: Taika Hitler like. It was funny, but, like, the shtick got old pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: like, the best friend and Sam Rockwell and Scarlet were probably my three favorite characters. Yeah. And the little kid who was the main character did just enough to keep you moving along. Yeah. Like, there was enough of a heart with him and the girl to be like, okay, I, I get these characters. It's like...
1: Yeah. The, the I think the only other complaint I would have is that a lot of it was... Uh, the same note like him going back to the girl uh taking notes yeah that happened like four or five times and they could have done other stuff but i also
0: just remembered the scene where like they walked in to try to find the girl and they're all like oh (laughs) (laughs) steven merchant yeah Yeah. there's a lot of good characters
1: yeah (laughs) okay that adds like i'm back uh to loving
0: it Again. Maybe that's what like Taika Waititi's specialty is, is just side characters. <laughs> and it's like maybe. Thor Ragnarok is his best character, because it's just like, just be in the background.
1: And no one really cares character. about Thor in yeah. that movie. <laughs> no. No, actually, no. No,
0: Thor's, Thor's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Um, oddly enough, and this is maybe transitioning to our second half of this, where we're talking about movies coming out next year. Uh, but he has a movie about the New Zealand World Cup soccer team. About being, like, the worst team of all time and him trying to, like, help them be better. And, like, Michael Fassbender is the main character. Um, and it sounds, like, serious, but I don't... Like, I have no idea what it's going to be like. But it seems like a small movie. And it feels like this is the last small movie he's going to make. Because after that is Thor 4. And he's <laughs> and just going to be... he's just on a rocket be, ship he's gonna, of like, money. How long until he's directing Star Wars? Because <laughs> they already know about him and he's directed Mandalorian. I
1: mean... Wait, which episode he directed the first He directed one, right? I think the first episode, yeah. Did you watch that first yes. episode? Yeah. I I really liked him as uh I wish
0: that character was still in it. I
1: know. I I I thought it would've been a nice buddy cop uh yeah. <laughs> type thing. Um but yeah, that's off topic and it's a TV show.
0: <laughs> but I will predict that he will direct a Star Wars movie at some point.
1: Um
0: would not be surprised at all.
1: I would be okay with that.
0: He's probably the safest bet for them at this point.
1: For like the new uh, saga?
0: For just something safe to make money.
1: Like what? The the separate universe? You know, but I think he would do a good
0: job. Which, okay, so, sorry, we're talking about Star Wars now. Ryan Johnson. It was going to happen. Knives out. One of my, it was on my top ten. Yeah. I loved to see that The Last Jedi was not his fault because he's <laughs> still a really good director and everything he has done non-Star Wars is great.
1: Didn't he do that Monsters movie?
0: No. That's Gareth Edwards from Rogue One. Oh
1: <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I liked as a movie, by the way. Monsters? Yeah.
1: I, I did not like that one. Um What what else did Ryan Johnson do?
0: So he did a looper. Oh yeah, he did that's Brick and the Brothers Brothers Bloom. Brick? Brick. It was okay. a Joseph Gordon Levitt film noir movie from a few years back. Looper <laughs> uh, but yeah Looper yeah. was really good Brothers Bloom if you haven't seen it is really really good as well it has Mark Ruffalo and um, Adrian Brody
2: whoa
0: uh, being like con men how long ago Just, was that uh, I think it was like 2006 oh no wonder yeah. Adrian Brody was um, but anyway now I'm looking forward to Ryan Johnson having a non-Star Wars career now because he's also a good director
1: his, his Star Wars movie was fine fuck all mm, of you no it wasn't it was fine it had a couple
0: good scenes
1: <laughs> it did that throne room scene Yep. that's the best fight series in all seen in all of Star Wars.
0: do you have anything else to say about Jojo Rabbit?
1: um, it was a good movie. Watch it yep um, I want it to do well.
0: I so. am shocked how little it is coming up in like award conversations right now. I expected it to NTS, kind of take yeah. like front stage, but it's kind of i mean maybe it was up. just
1: all hype well, no, it wasn't all hype because we liked it, and it was good but yeah i it, it doesn't tra- i guess it didn't translate to.
0: Yeah, I guess oh, well. the Irishman's going to win everything instead, so...
1: Have you seen that? Yep. I, I just couldn't bring myself to watch it.
0: It's fine. It's fine.
1: Okay, well, I don't, don't want to watch three hours so of fine. <laughs> it's
0: three and 40 minutes Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, yeah.
0: So, the one thing I'll say about the Irishman is, like, they do a really good job with the face technology, <laughs> but you can so put it's a... it's Gemini, man. <laughs> oh, it's way better than Gemini, man. Um... <laughs> But you can put the perfect image of Robert De Niro's younger face on his face, but he still has his 85-year-old body, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do you about can, that. You
1: see his body in it?
0: Like, it's very clear that oh, it's an okay. 85-year-old man walking around with a 40-year-old face, <laughs> and it looks Is awkward as fuck. Is <sighs> he 85? He's old. Okay. He's got to be Oh, you're just exaggerating. No, like, he might be 85. <laughs> I'm going to look this up now. Well, okay. You can transition to the next part of this segment if you want. This segment? We're uh, moving on, right? Moving on to the next segment.
1: Uh last thing we said, Jojo Rabbit is good, go watch it. Um it's better than Joker. Um so, moving out, moving along while Carson looks up Robert De Niro's age. Uh we're gonna talk about uh the twenty twenty twenty.
0: Looking he's 76 over seventy six years
1: old. He's seventy six. Holy yeah, shit. He's old. Um, he looked he looked very spry in um Behind the desk and Joker.
0: I thought uh, you were gonna say um Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> I don't know why.
1: <laughs> that one oh no. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that one. Even though I, Can I, okay, sidebar. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza needs to stop making those stupid movies, even though she's like funny in them.
0: Yeah. What was the one where she was like super awkward Instagram person?
1: Uh Ingrid goes west. Yeah,
0: that was great. Yeah such a good movie she hasn't done much of anything else lately yeah though.
1: i know oh Plus, she has another one i don't know what it is i
0: feel like a lot of people are doing tv and just like tv i'll never see so <laughs> yeah. i don't that's maybe we much should, of it.
1: maybe we should expand our podcast
0: we'll do just like one tv episode
1: a year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay um sorry 2020 what's what's going on in 2020 you ask Uh, Let's find out.
0: Okay, so I'm going to rapid fire a bunch of movies at you. um, And because we don't really care about these, I want you to give me two to three word responses of what you care or feel about these movies.
1: Time out. We do care about some of them. Well, I do. I've seen the list, I care very much about one or two of them.
0: We can maybe talk about that based on your answers. But okay, let's do this Black Widow.
1: Ah, cool.
0: Wonder Woman 84. No time to die.
1: Um, better than the last one, hopefully. Mulan. Um, that can't possibly be good.
0: Birds of prey.
1: I actually didn't like the trailer.
0: Top Gun: Maverick.
1: I don't care.
0: Godzilla vs Kong.
1: I really, really want to see it. You really want to see it? Yeah. Okay.
0: The Eternals.
1: I don't know. Is that Marvel? Yes. Sure. Wait. Selma
0: what? Hayek's in it. Angelina Jolie.
1: Kay. I'm not like a complete perv. <laughs>
0: I, I'm saying they're good actresses. I don't know what you're thinking about. Nah, no, yeah,
1: but you're saying it to me.
0: <laughs> uh, Quiet Place 2. Uh,
1: that, I like the first one, but why 2?
0: Fast and Furious 9.
1: What? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> the King's Man.
1: I don't think, I mean, I'm not interested.
0: Bill anymore. and Ted Face the Music.
1: I haven't even seen the first few. Fantastic
0: Beasts. Pre. I
1: really don't care. <laughs> okay,
0: which one of those do you want to talk about more?
1: What happened to. Oh, uh. Um, we,
0: we added some out. Because yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. talk about more?
1: Um. Fast and the Furious. Is there a trailer for that?
0: No, I don't think so yet. I oh. don't even know who the villain is. I assume they'll bring in someone famous and pay them like so, $10 Someone
1: million. who's, like, really hot right now. Yeah. He's so hot right now. Uh, Taika Waititi. He's <laughs> 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 the villain. He's going to be a goofy uh, car thief. Oh, I can to, see it. He's trying to take over the world, but he's uh, a cyborg.
0: And no, wait. He, there's an actual movie where there's like a role he's playing like this next year. I'm going to look this up. Sorry, keep going. Taika Waititi? He's playing some... like I'm like, what the fuck is this?
1: Oh, yeah. I think I've seen that. But, um, yeah. I'm just going to predict what... Oh, no.
0: He's in Ryan Reynolds' movie.
1: Oh, the... Um, where he's wait, playing a video, video game, game character. Yeah. And
0: he's like the bad guy.
1: I I mean... It's that coming just... true. <laughs> <laughs> That feels like um Deadpool I um, actually didn't mind that trailer. Really? Free Guy is the name of it. Yeah, the movie. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay. I'll watch it. It it looks like something that everyone will love.
0: I think I think it's something everyone will like.
1: No one can see my face, but <laughs> something everyone will love. Yeah. Um what were you talking about? Fast and Furious. I'm gonna yeah. just go ahead and predict what the movie is about. Okay. There's a a, a virus um no, that was the last one.
0: <laughs> That's all of them. What technology will they be using?
1: Um drones. No, no. The, uh
0: They're just going to copy Spider-Man far from home.
1: <laughs> what's the next uh what's technology... Uh, VR. It's going to be VR. Um the the villain played by Taika Waititi is taking over the world by making everyone use VR uh Google Glass. <laughs> uh and they can't uh take the Google Glass. Whoa. And you're they so fast.
0: They only see what he wants them to see. So basically, he's Mysterio from Far From Home.
1: Sure, and then he, he they buy like things that uh, this is stupid.
0: Well, that's <laughs> on par with the franchise.
1: And only Vin Diesel can stop him by punching him in the face.
0: By the way, off topic, Vin Diesel is in a movie this year called Bloodshot, where it's like a it's a comic book movie.
1: Okay. And
0: I I was really interested in the premise. And I was like, oh, this looks like a good movie. And like then they said shot? Vin Diesel is the main character, and I was like, ooh.
1: I mean, okay, going back to one of the things you've told me before, and I didn't agree, and now I agree, is that Vin Diesel has better roles than The Rock. Yeah. And he does. Um,
0: Barely, but yes. <laughs> Until Black Adam comes out. Uh,
1: I, I think his tiny role in Saving Private Ryan is still better. <laughs>
0: but I would argue that's maybe his best role.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, what were we talking about? Um. Fast and th-
0: Furious 9? No. Ben Diesel?
1: Your cat's hair just went in my mouth. I don't know how that happened because your cat She
0: it. hasn't even been near you.
1: It's in my mouth, though. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Um.
1: Okay, fuck Fast and Furious 9. Um. Uh, what else was on that list? Um. Do
0: you want to talk about the movies you want to talk about?
1: Wait, no, there's a couple on there that I. Um. Stuff. birds of prey you yep. let li- you really liked the trailer and i kind of didn't why do you i'm like so
0: really much? on the fence
1: oh you're on the fence
0: i really like the style and as i kind of brought up earlier style does a lot for me yeah i there's a lot of color there's a lot of good characters i feel i like a lot of the actresses who are involved i don't think the plot's going to be very interesting i think it's going to be very cookie cutter <laughs>
1: You you know what the trailer reminds me of? <laughs> what? Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> uh, well, it is the same universe. Upbeat so. music
1: and like, oh, look at these cool characters doing
0: so stuff. one of the things that got me on board early on with this movie was um, they revealed what Harley Quinn's outfits were going to be. And <laughs> some of the people who were commenting were like, oh, you're a lot more covered up this time. And she's like, yeah, it's amazing what happens when you get a female to direct. Oh. oh. And so it felt like to me that they were trying to make the character a real character as opposed opposed to just like, look how hot Margot Robbie is, (laughs) which like we all enjoyed. Okay.
1: Ew, yucky. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But I, I feel like it's, and I'm, I'm really on the fence about some of the like, I want to call it female empowerment movies like Ghostbusters, where it's like you're forcing you? it in a you're <laughs> forcing it into a place and like it overtakes the quality of the movie. Like just go make a good movie is kind of yeah. what I want, but I don't feel like it's gonna ride that line. I feel like it's uh, I think Ewan McGregor's character I'm a little bit hesitant on like it doesn't look good from the trailer, but
1: I don't even remember what his character. Is. He's barely in
0: it. Yeah. But I know like because I know more DC stuff. I kind of is get he in like with
1: suave British villain.
0: Kind of. Okay. Um. He seems like he's gonna be just like mad for the sake of mad. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna have much of a character, but I think that core group of like it's it's a team movie like a like a Guardians of the Galaxy. Team? Oh, or, I thought you said or, team like, movie. No, not well, maybe that too. But I have hope for it. I'm a little less excited because of the trailer that recently came out.
1: Yeah. So I I would have the same hope for it if I hadn't already seen Suicide <laughs> Squad.
0: Honestly, I think everyone involved with Suicide Squad has completely written that movie off and just ignored it. Um, I mean, they recast Will Smith. Why would you recast <laughs> Will Smith?
1: I mean, unless you put Michael B. Jordan instead or something.
0: Michael B. Jordan might be the next Superman. What? Yep. Because <laughs> Henry Cavill doesn't want to release the but Snyder Cut, bl- so they're no, going to cut him. Oh, okay. Um, But no, so I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to like... Stake my reputation on it if I have one. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, cautiously optimistic. I hope it's good. I wouldn't be surprised if it's bad.
1: Who else is in it? I know Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in yep. it, and I'm I I like her as an actress.
0: That's basically it.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. That's that's all I'm. I mean, I, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't I don't have super high hopes for it.
0: Apparently Gerald, Jared Leto's <laughs> gonna make like a cameo. He's gonna make a so cameo. He'll be well, the, the Joker one the Joker. more time. Yeah, he's gonna be the Joker.
1: Oh God! I hope he makes a cameo as. Um, uh,
0: but anyway, so no one. <laughs> one of the reasons I'm excited for this is because I think there's a lot of really good comics that involve Harley Quinn when she starts to step away from the Joker and start to be like how abusive of a boyfriend she, he is, and like she. And, and she I was hoping a character. Yeah, and. It's more like um, Poison Ivy becomes her love interest and also like a much more supportive character in some comics. That happens? Yes. And I was hoping that it would be something like that because there's actually really good comics and storylines on like what Harley Quinn does when she steps away from the Joker. And I think that is maybe what's making me more excited more so than what the movie is itself. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but there's a lot of good material to build off of.
1: Okay. Cool. Let's, Let's... Put ourselves down for hopeful on
0: that one. Sure.
1: Um, what 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 do you got on from that list?
0: Godzilla vs. Kong.
1: Godzilla versus. So, I I only i I started watching the most recent Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. and I I I felt like I was gonna like it.
0: <laughs> um, and then you didn't. Huh? And then you didn't.
1: I I didn't finish it. I I had to leave the house. <laughs> um, but I don't know like.
0: Is there a trailer out for this one? No. Oh, okay. Still another like eleven months away.
1: The only thing that what was the last uh something versus something movie? There was Alien one.
0: versus Predator.
1: Is that it? No. Um one. they
0: did release a visual and King Kong is as big as Godzilla. Which is for me kind of bizarre. But
1: who do you root for when
0: That's the like I hate these movies because they don't have a protagonist.
1: It was, no, okay, that's the thing. It was something like this where it was this versus this, and then they both ended up teaming up to fight something else.
0: Batman versus Superman?
1: No. Oh, maybe. That's, that's one example, I'm, I'm thinking of something else.
0: Because that's what they always do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see one of these movies where they actually fight each other and the story is resolved by them fighting each other rather than like, oh, there's someone worse. <laughs>
1: Like, who are they really going to upset, like, if one of them wins? <laughs> like, the fucking uh, <laughs> the diehard fans of King Kong? Like, no, the monkey should have killed the fire-breathing dinosaurs. <laughs> like, yeah, take a fucking chance. It's not even a chance. No one loves King Kong that much.
0: If they had one of them kill the other, I would actually give it a lot of It props. would be
1: awesome, that I know. That will never happen. That's what I go to the mo- that movie to watch. One of them to actually... Kill each other, kill the other one. Kind of, yeah, mostly. Just a big monster fight. It just—it's never about that anymore.
0: But I don't think that's very interesting because if you just like big monster fights, I'm I think <laughs> Godzilla 2 would have been a good movie for you.
1: Godzilla 2 the
0: Is one that... that just came out. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Where they well, fight King Ghidorah. Yeah, because he—he's no. I thought he was fighting Mothra. Oh, spoiler. no.
0: Mothra fights with him. He what? never fights against Mothra. Mothra's good. What movie are you watching?
1: Well, I told you, I didn't finish the movie. <laughs>
0: um, But yeah, like, anyway, if you just want big monster fights, like, I think Godzilla 2, Godzilla 2 proves that that doesn't take you very far.
1: I mean, yeah. Because there's not
0: much story.
1: I mean, okay, I don't want to only watch that, but, like, that is, sometimes I do, and that is, like, one of the times that I do.
0: But in, in the three movies they've made in that universe, they don't have a single human character you care about.
1: Yeah. But then they also made those movies about not Godzilla. Yeah. They they made so that's how they they really fucked up by they made the movie not about Godzilla and then they made them about a shitty human character.
0: But I I don't want Godzilla to be about Godzilla as the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. I'm 99 Godzilla yeah. and also or sorry 98 Godzilla and also Shin Godzilla which came out recently. I don't know if you've seen Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But basically the whole premise of the movie is a monster shows up on the shoreline and it's like, oh fuck, how are we going to deal with this? And it's like, you go to this room, a bunch of people think of like, okay, here's, thing, here's something we can do. They try it. It fails. Godzilla keeps killing everyone. And then they think of the next thing. And it's just like, Godzilla is an unbeatable force that you can't do anything with. So what do you do when you can't beat something? And for me that's more interesting than yeah. rooting for Godzilla cuz Godzilla's not a character. He's, just, <laughs> no, I he's don't. a force.
1: I'm not Okay, I'm not I'm not saying I want everything to be centered around Godzilla. I want him to be the centerpiece, but like Wait, that's the same thing. <laughs> I'm not I'm not wording this right. And I'm maybe I'm like drunk off of Sire.
0: <laughs> do you do you want Godzilla to fight somebody at the same time as a human that you care about fight another human no. that you dislike?
1: Wait, is that what happens in Godzilla 2?
0: I mean, like, there's a bad human, but not really. Like, it's ends Taiwan up language. fighting the monsters.
1: Yeah, okay. Whatever. I mean, I don't even know what I want anymore. <laughs> um. But what you... Okay, so the whole, like, Godzilla is a monster and he's destroying everything and we have to figure out how to stop him. Mm-hmm. That... I would also like to watch, but and that's I think that's another reason why none of them work None of the previous Godzilla movies worked because they had to turn him. They because everyone like likes Godzilla, quote unquote. So they're like, oh, we have to make him a good guy. So give him someone else to fight, and we don't have to stop Godzilla anymore.
0: You know what they really need is side characters you care about. <laughs> so really, what we need is Taika, Taika Waititi, Waititi. <laughs> to direct a Godzilla movie. Oh,
1: or, or to even be in it. <laughs> Hill voice if Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> uh, hey guys, um, I'm gonna destroy this building now. <laughs> uh,
0: let's let's move on. <laughs> um, ghost. Oh no, okay. Before we get to Ghostbusters, Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life. Do you think you'll actually like it?
1: Um, I think there's gonna be so much fan service in this movie, which <laughs> what is can weird to say. Fan service. It's gonna okay. When I when I say that, I looking at the trailer, I I feel like I saw. A lot of things that just happened in the second movie, <laughs> or the first movie, and I think it's literally just gonna be this ha- like the same things happening again with a different story. So I'm actually worried, but I'm still gonna watch it because, because it's funny.
0: <laughs> oh, I was looking for the director and I didn't know Vanessa Hudgens was in this. What? um also so i thought he was the director but joe carnahan i thought but i guess he's just a writer <laughs> oh but he was the guy who made smoke and aces uh and that gave me hope for it and he also made a uh, stretch which you like oh yeah, yeah, yeah and like he does good at kind of like wacky good action but he's That's... just writing so i don't know what the well like. wait who's directing then some people i don't know people yeah there's like two of them uh-oh I mean, I have no expectations for this franchise. I don't care about this movie at all. <laughs> other, I think you that, care about this a lot more than I
1: do. <laughs> the other thing that worries about me is coming out in January. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, from what we've learned from Red Letter Media, well, from what I've learned, I, you probably already knew it, but all the shitty movies come out in January.
0: So, also, The Gentleman is coming out in January, which is one of my favorite movies for the next year. The new Guy Ritchie movie with oh. Charlie Hunnam and... Uh, other people
1: so th- i feel like that necessarily won't be bad but it'll just bomb because like people don't watch it yeah, that's why it's in january like the last king arthur movie i don't know when that came out but it was good it's it Guy came
0: out mid may of 2017 oh. i know that because that was my first date
1: <laughs> oh my god my heart <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, um, <laughs> but yeah good movies can come out in january There's hope for it. This is not one of them. I'm not
1: holding out a lot of hope for Bad Boys 3. Um, But, I mean, if if the trend continues, because Bad Boys 2 was much better than Bad Boys 1. Was it? I mean, in terms of, like, action and hilarity.
0: (laughs) Do you think they're going to do the typical Michael Bay, like, from the ground shot where it circles around the character?
1: (laughs) In, like, a room or, like, a...
0: Well, it was like I think Bad Boys made it famous, but then Michael Bay used it in like every single movie he ever did. Where they're getting nope. out of the car and it's like when shit gets yeah, real yeah, yeah. and then they do like the Yeah. Pan yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, no. That, no. You know what? That won't be in it.
0: They're gonna break convention. That's
1: my that's my my daring uh, prediction. Uh
0: anything else to add about Bad Boys for Life?
1: I told you I didn't have a lot to say about yeah. it to begin with.
0: Ghostbusters Afterlife, your your big guy, Paul Rudd. My dude, He's Paul Rudd
1: this is actually like the thing I'm least excited about him uh, about for with him in it.
0: But how do you feel about the movie overall? The
1: the well, <laughs> sorry, I'm not just talking about Paul Rudd. Um, the it, I don't know actually because it, it's it just doesn't feel like Ghostbusters.
0: I'm super okay with that. Because I mean, I
1: don't have a problem with it.
0: The trailer was way too much Force Awakens for me. <laughs> they like is it J J Abrams? No, J.J. Abrams not making this, but okay. uh, it's actually the son of the guy who made the first Ghostbusters movie. Oh. Jason Reitman, who made Juno. Oh, okay. So he's good at family stuff. So the fact that there's family stuff in this plot, I'm like, okay, this is what he does. Just add a little Ghostbusters. I'm okay with it. Um, aside from way too much Force Awakens in the trailer, and like, I, I want to break it down, but I feel like it is beat for beat the exact same trailer as Force Awakens.
1: It's like the high piano key.
0: Yeah, and, and then, then even the font that comes yeah. up, like, oh my god. Um, But no, Paul Rudd in a more serious role, I like. Finn Wolfhard is my least favorite part of Stranger Things, but I'm okay with him being in here. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I know um, who that is. Do um, you think it's going to be like serious? They're going to keep it serious?
0: Not 100% serious, but I think it'll be grounded.
1: In reality? <laughs> well,
0: as much as you can in Ghostbusters. Yeah. But I, I would say 84 Ghostbusters was grounded. Because It was goofy stuff happening to regular guys, yeah. Okay, and that's what I mean by this one being grounded is it's gonna feel like real people dealing with crazy shit. Whereas, like, Ghostbusters 2016 was just like not anything resembling reality in any capacity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is
1: um, is, is this like because everything looks old, so is it like a period piece or is it just in a small town? It's just in a small town, okay.
0: Um, they're doing a one of my issues with this is I feel like they're doing part of the Stranger Things, not just with the kids, but they are doing callbacks to every possible franchise that they can because it's clearly a Tremors thing going on. Um,
1: <laughs> I didn't see that, though.
0: It's a like, small town, and there's well, earthquakes going on. It's a Tremors Okay, thing.
1: that's like...
0: But that, that's what Stranger Things was. Is it was visual callbacks to other things. Okay. So I'm worried that this is going to be 80s movie, the movie.
1: <laughs> so it's going to be... Uh... Ready Player One, but A, not to that we extreme, but like in the, <laughs> f-
0: in the way that, like, Stranger Things, they would, on one hand, have them dress up as you know Ghostbusters, but at the same time, the entire uh plot of the season was around the same thing as the thing where it's like the heat monster, heat would uh, the monster wouldn't like heat just like oh. the thing, and they would have all these little things which, like, maybe most people wouldn't notice, but like for me, it's just like I hate how much you're referencing things. <laughs>
1: I feel like that's a bit of a reach, though. Like, the Heat thing...
0: That was 100% the Thing reference. No.
1: That, yes, I mean Because I know... Like, I'm very familiar with the Thing. Mm-hmm. I know the Heat reference. But I, I don't think I'm just not dumb enough to have made that connection. I don't think it was, like... It was played differently. For like, me,
0: there was nothing in Stranger Things that was original. It was all just, like, let's combine everything we've seen <laughs> into a TV To, to series. a
1: certain extent, I, I agree with that. But, like, I think it was... Separate enough.
0: I still like Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, but I I don't think it was was borrowing that much from everything else. I can see the influence, for sure.
0: And I think I've made known on this podcast I'm very not okay with references. So maybe (laughs) I just have more sensitivity to Uh, it than most people.
1: I think that's what it boils down to.
0: But I'm just hoping, like, really what I want is just an original story. Jason Reitman is really good at family dramas. We got funny people in this movie. Just give a regular movie that stands on its own and have it happen to be in the Ghostbusters universe. If it's like that, I'm happy.
1: But, like, what... Okay, what can you do in the Ghostbusters universe that's separate from Ghostbusters? Like, ghosts are getting out, we have to catch them.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But, like, the first one was about three guys starting a business. Yeah. And the ghost stuff was just a thing that was happening. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, if you make a chord of this movie that's around, like, a family dealing with whatever family drama they have... Uh, young kid moving from the city to the suburbs or from to small town like he's got a wacky teacher in paul rudd <laughs> you do that i'm fine make a good story there just happens to be ghosts that are like the force that makes things move around okay i'm okay
1: yeah i mean i'm not like super into it and maybe i'll see with the next trailer if i how i feel about it but right now i'm like not it's fine it's fine
0: i i would say i am Above cautiously optimistic, I'm at excited.
1: Okay, I think I just Ghostbusters in general. I've never been a huge fan. Like I like it, but I think it's just not the the hype is not the same for me.
0: I'm excited because it's Jason Reitman more so than because it's Ghostbusters. So
1: I'm excited because it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> Fair. Um,
0: any other movies you're excited for next year?
1: Um, Artemis Fowl. I po- we're coming
0: back to this one.
1: I'm gonna come back. I said I would come back to it all the time, and this is the only time that I come back to it. I don't even know if it's next year. I could it is 20... coming out this summer now. Is it? Yeah. Wait, in the summer? Yep. Okay.
0: Or like I think it's like August or something like that. Yeah.
1: yeah, I I'm not sure. I I don't think I like any of the casting. If I actually let me look at it, but um, it's just having read the books as a youth, <laughs> as a young adult, um, I I have. It seems almost impossible that they can make a movie about it without it just either sucking or not making a lot of sense.
0: I feel like I was in the same boat about Ender's Game.
1: Ender, Oh, okay. Did you read Ender's Game?
0: Yep. It was a school project.
1: Oh, wow. No, I, I had never... I went into Ender's Game not knowing...
0: And Ender's Game wasn't terrible as a movie. It didn't live up to the book, but it wasn't terrible. Okay.
1: Well, I, um, yeah, it was okay.
0: Also, that kid was supposed to be Spider Man and not. Uh,
1: what? Asa As- Butterfield? Yeah. No, that would not be good. Oh, Judy Dench is in it. Is in Artemis Fowl. And Josh Gad. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> is Josh. You said that there was some character that, like, eats poop or something? Or yeah,
1: eats oh, that's who Josh Gad is. Gadd is. That is. <laughs> he's a dwarf. So he's a kleptomaniac dwarf who who tunnels into, like, uh, banks or whatever, or, like, he steals stuff by tunneling, and by tunneling, he unhinges his jaw and eats the dirt, and he has uh, he undoes a flap in his pants and he shits it out. <laughs> and, like, just imagining that as I'm reading the book, like, I have a very clear picture in my head of what that looks like. Do you
0: think that's going to happen? I have no
1: <laughs> idea! Like, I feel like, if if they make him, like, a dwarf who's just like iron man and he has all these tools to like help him tunnel i'd be really mad (laughs) i'm gonna walk out of the movie i feel like with
0: someone like josh gad you make it goofy so there's a possibility
1: yeah i mean he's gonna be like a goofy guy with
0: tools probably everyone likes poop jokes
1: yeah well i mean not because of like i want to see this not because i like poop jokes because i don't like poop jokes but i just want to see it (laughs) i I, I get
0: how you feel about it because like there's Things that have been made from a book that I've read when I was young into A new movie, and it's like I just want to see it. Yeah. So I get it, even though I've never interacted with this book <laughs> yeah. whatsoever.
1: It's uh, yeah. I just I have I have high expectations, unfounded high expectations. They okay. completely undeserving. But
0: uh, <laughs> I I'm, I mean we're gonna have to touch on this in the podcast when it comes out. Cause oh, we're definitely. This is like a year and a I'm, half. To I'm, I'm either gonna be it.
1: really really upset when we're talking about it. I'll be as upset as b was last podcast. <laughs>
0: I don't think it's possible.
1: <laughs> I Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to.
0: <laughs> um, okay, Tenet. What? Christopher Nolan's new $300 million <laughs> movie about a spy thriller that takes place in seven countries. Tenet? Tenet. Tenet. Tenet.
1: <laughs> T-E-N-E-T? Yes. Okay.
0: There was a trailer, if you were in certain IMAX movies that played before your movie... That is out. That has never been released on YouTube or anything. It's very secretive, but it is Christopher Nolan's new blockbuster it's a spy movie. My
1: movie, <laughs> I guess so.
0: Um, it has the guy from Black Klansman.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, okay.
0: Um, I don't know. How, how excited are you for a big blockbuster, Christopher Nolan? Movie? I don't
1: know. This is the first I've heard about <laughs> it. So I mean, I'm I'm with it. He hasn't. I haven't been disappointed with anything he's made. It's
0: the biggest biggest budget he's ever had
1: and i trust him with it <laughs> i mean until like until he gives me a reason not to i trust christopher nolan
0: for me dunkirk was the first mediocre movie he's made
1: i wouldn't say it's mediocre it's like
0: it's very well made yeah but it didn't come together
1: i think it's because christopher for dunkirk christopher nolan tried to get two christopher nolan's like Maybe. he had to make it clever with like the time differences. Mm-hmm. And he had to he had to have something. It couldn't yeah. just be a straightforward movie. Yeah. And that, like, I, I didn't it was unnecessary. But if if it's something like it, he doesn't have to follow a historical story mm-hmm. and he can tell it however the hell he wants, I'm okay with it.
0: I don't know, like I'm it's my number two most anticipated movie for next year. I'm really excited for it. He's done nothing bad in his whole career. Yeah. It must be good. There's a lot of good cast.
1: Like, what's his worst movie? Is it Dunkirk?
0: I mean, the first movie he made was, like, a one-hour black-and-white movie that was about people robbing people, but I don't know if that counts. I. I, I other than that, I would say Dunkirk is probably his worst one for me.
1: But, which is, like, a good resume.
0: Yeah. Like, he's done nothing wrong. Yeah. Which brings me to the movie I'm most excited for and the director who made that. Time out really, really quick.
1: Dunkirk, Kenneth Branagh is in it, Yeah. remember, as the Admiral? Mm-hmm. Kenneth Branagh is directing Artemis Fell. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Kenneth Branagh is also directing the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express this year.
1: <laughs> and he's in it as and well. And he also
0: directed Thor 1.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quality across the board. <laughs> um, okay, before we talk about more, one thing I forgot to ask you. Uh, we talked about our top ten for 2019. How much do you expect another movie coming out this year to be on your list or not be on your list. And <laughs> for that, I'm talking about not just Rise of Skywalker, but 1917.
2: 1917. Which,
0: also in regard to 1917, are you aware that the entire movie is a single shot?
1: 19? Is that the World War One yeah. one that I was looking forward to yeah. last time? I did not know. Wait, the whole movie is a single it's shot? a single shot. That's impossible.
0: Well, they did some <laughs> editing, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a single shot.
1: So they it was they filmed the a 2 hour movie like
0: they would have edited it they make no, it look I, like it but like, yes you never get a a close of a scene it just is one full thing
1: Okay i did not know that that just i i mean
0: that's what everyone's like hyped about cuz film nuts fucking love single shots for some reason
1: I actually do that's when we were talking about Outlaw King before mm-hmm. that was one of the things that i forgot to mention like the f- first scene was like a one long track When it's shot. used
0: properly, it's really good, but yeah. people now just do it for the sake of being like, <laughs> look what I did.
1: Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I, I'm i not a nut about it, but mm. I do like it when it's done right. I, I didn't know that.
0: Uh, but Rise of Skywalker.
1: I <laughs> Prediction? Should we make... I mean, we made predictions last time, didn't we? Oh, it's just bad. I don't think we did. Um,
0: you want to? <laughs> Do you think it'll be better or worse than Last Jedi?
1: I don't know. That's a big... Because uh, you
0: liked Last Jedi more than I did.
1: I did. It was not... I didn't love it.
0: I don't think anyone loved it.
1: <laughs> probably. I, I probably liked it the most out of everyone. Um, I think it'll be better. Who's directing again?
0: J.J. J. Abrams. <laughs> and like, he doesn't know how to end a story. He's never ended a story. He's just started stuff, and be like, look how mysterious this is.
1: So he's gonna leave it on a cliffhanger.
0: <laughs> I the thing I'm most looking forward to is that I have no idea what they're gonna do with it. <laughs> yeah. They have nothing left to copy. Yeah. So, well, like, no,
1: they have stuff to copy. Lando's maybe. back. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That I mean, that would be my prediction. Actually, I can save it if we want to talk about it.
0: I think the bounty hunter, you know, the like Janu or something or whatever, Jana.
1: So I haven't kept up to date with any of like oh. any of the news because I purposely want to go and not do okay. anything.
0: I will not speak to that then. Like we're Does not. I have a prediction. You have a prediction? Yeah.
1: You can say what your prediction is. Like I don't think it'll spoil anything for me.
0: I think it's Lando's daughter. Because <laughs> it has to be family in Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Everyone's
1: related. Um. Are, you want to talk about it? Uh, we can. We can
0: do like the. There's not much to say. I don't think it's going to be that good. I'm not that interested, but I have tickets for opening night. So
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, we can we can just talk about
1: it in January. Yeah. Oh okay. wait, but then it's going to be with Colin and Matt. <laughs> They're not going to give that, a shit. They
0: would love to talk about it.
1: Okay, fine. Fuck it. Let's talk about it in January. Okay. Um.
0: I already talked about Wes Anderson coming out soon. Uh, Edgar Wright, maker of uh, Baby Driver and the Cornetto trilogy, he's making a horror movie like straight-up horror. The Last Night in Soho. I don't know if it's going to be a straight-up horror movie because it's Edgar Wright. <laughs> yeah. But I'm very interested in it. Um, and then Guillermo del Toro is back with a remake of like a 40s movie called N- Nightmare Alley. So I'm only excited for those movies based on the director's name alone. I have no idea what they're about.
1: That's like the Christopher Nolan movie for
0: yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Also, the last movie I wanted to talk about was, if I told you there is a movie coming out next year with Tom Hardy playing, um... Are we recording right now? Yes. What? Yes. Oh. Oh, my God. Um... Okay. How long have we been recording? Four minutes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. If I told you there's a movie coming out next year with Tom Hardy playing Al Capone in his older years when he's in jail, what would you think about that?
1: Uh, sure. It sounds like legend, but like the American version.
0: Now if I tell you it's directed by Josh Trank. He, oh,
1: he did the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four.
0: And was going to direct a Star Wars movie before he got fired for being so bad <laughs> at Fantastic Four. Before he got Four. fired from
1: Hollywood? <laughs> yeah.
0: This is his first movie back. He's got Tom Hardy. Um, Al Capone.
1: Yeah, it's probably gonna be good. I I don't know. Like, why would a studio meddle with a Tom with a Al Capone movie?
0: <laughs> the only reason Josh Trank got hired for more things is because he made a short film of people at a party where they pull out lightsabers. That's how he got famous. Really? And then he made um that movie with Dane DeHaan.
1: Um, uh, Chronicle. Yeah
0: which was yeah, good. Was I like it. Had but Black he's literally done it. nothing else.
1: I mean, you no, know, I think it'll be I mean, Tom Hardy usually can carry a movie. Like look at He Venom. carried Venom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um Yeah, I mean, it's probably something I won't watch in theaters be, judging by the trend I've been on this past year. But I think I think it will be solid it'll be it'll be on par with legend
0: i'm interested at the very least yeah i don't know if it'll be good but i'm interested
1: yeah um but wait was... can we go back to star wars because i didn't know we were recording
0: <laughs> go on
1: because <laughs> i have i do have um predictions i predict that there will be little cute animals that will help them fight
0: there's a new little droid
1: and, yeah i saw that mm-hmm. i've been like purposely not i haven't seen any of the trailers
0: I watched the first one, but yeah, I haven't watched any of them since.
1: I haven't seen any of them.
0: I've seen glimpses. Do like. you know anything though? Like, have you heard through osmosis?
1: No, I don't. Oh. I haven't heard anything. I haven't talked. This is my. This is the most I've talked about it. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, it is. That's how I went into. Uh, I think Force Awakens too.
0: Hmm. That's impressive.
1: Um, no, no, no. That's how I went into the Last Jedi.
0: Mm, okay.
1: I think I knew more about Force Awakens because there was more excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I haven't seen anything about this one. And like you said, like there's no I- we have no idea <laughs> what the hell they can do. But yeah, there's going to be like they're going to enlist the help of cute little animals that you can make plush toys out of.
0: So you think they're going to go for a return of the Jedi like remake?
1: Not no. In, I mean it is JJ Abrams sketch. No, not full out, but the elements, they'll have the space battle with Lando, they'll have the cute animals killing stormtroopers, and uh, we need one more. Um, That's a good one. Oh, um, we're going to redeem Kylo Ren.
0: (laughs) I'm worried about that. Yeah. I, I really like Kylo Ren as a character. I want them to do more stuff, but... After Last Jedi, and this is nothing from what I've seen in the trailers, but just like, how do you redeem this character now? Like that time you had to at least show something last movie, and they really haven't. And also, it's just like, I you mean, you can't take it away from Ray at this point. <laughs> like unless
1: if, they do evil Ray, like. But
0: if she, uh, if it was a guy, you could. But as one of like. A really good female hero oh. in this day and age. Like, would,
1: would there be a riot if she You just mad? you can't take it away from
0: her. Like, yeah, she has to finish strong. And this, like, I'm actually shocked that this is. They're saying the close of the Skywalker saga, because I, I expected them to just try to keep making a movie. And like, next year is going to be the first year in five years or six years. There's no Star Wars movie coming out.
1: You say, they say that now. I like, <laughs> they
0: can't rush them. No, in the they're going to no, release TV shows. Oh yeah, but. I don't know. I'm just I, I'm just curious as to what they're going to do because it's going to be something we don't know about. That,
1: that's why I'm looking forward to it forward to it more. I mean not on the same level as Force Awakens like yeah. back when the whole hype was coming back, but
0: But I I'm expecting them to <coughs> make an attempt to make a character or two that they can do a spin off of <laughs> because I think they will. They have like officially announced like Ray Finn and what's his face is like this is their last movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh okay. So, oh, did like, all
1: of their last movies? They have
0: said this is their last Star Wars movie.
1: I hope some of them die then. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Even though Finn technically should be dead already.
0: Yeah, they can't do. Oh, he's gonna die and then he doesn't. So
1: <laughs> but then they probably will. Everyone loves him too much. Like yeah. who died in Who died in Return of the Jedi? Like Darth not Vader. Like, aside from Darth Vader,
0: <laughs> Lots That everyone of loved
1: Ewoks. Like Lando didn't die. Wedge didn't die. <laughs> Uh, Not much else, actually. Wedge didn't die? No. Wedge is still alive. He became leader of Rogue One. Jabba the Hutt died. (laughs) Boba Fett died. Everyone loved Jabba the
0: Hutt. (laughs) Uh, Salacious Crumb.
1: Did he die? Yeah. He just got, like, tasered a little bit. Which is that annoying bird thing, right? Which, by
0: the way, was one of my favorite parts of The Mandalorian. What? When there was, like, little salacious crumbs being roasted by the side of the road. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um. Anyways, Emperor died.
1: And everyone loves the Emperor now. <laughs> apparently. Do you see that clip of, uh, the, like, at Comic Con or, like, Star Wars Con, whatever, and the actor who played the Emperor?
0: Ian McDiarmid?
1: Yeah. He was like, in his Emperor voice, roll it again. <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> yeah!
0: <laughs> well, I feel like anytime anyone says anything at Star Wars Celebration, that's what the whole <laughs> guy does. But it was like one of those
1: things where they were like watching the trailer over and over.
0: <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, trailers are a whole different monster now. Yeah. But uh, <coughs> I, I'm i interested to see. I, I feel like, especially with Mandalorian, that they're just saying, okay, let's do what we did with Marvel for Finally. Star Wars. Uh, forget anything we had planned for Star Wars. Let's just do Marvel now. <laughs> so they're going to close off Marvel and then start it up with Star Wars. But they have to make movies because I don't think TV shows can make as much money as movies do.
1: Especially not uh, original content on a streaming service.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm interested to see what they make next because they canceled the Ryan Johnson movies. They canceled the Benioff movies. So what are they going to do? I think they're just going to wait to see like what sticks. Like, Let's just wait a year or two when they announce Baby Yoda movie. Baby Yoda movie oh god that would be horrendous but as, it could happen
1: as awesome as baby Yoda is.
0: directed by Taika Waititi <laughs> yeah
1: played by Taika Waititi as well yeah wouldn't that be weird if like if when he finally starts talking it's Taika Waititi's <laughs> voice again
0: in, New Zealand accent. in the reverse <laughs> also I hate that it's become a thing with Yoda that he always talks in reverse <laughs> if you watch Empire Strikes Back he does not talk like that at all he talks a little bit weird yeah, it's but it's It's a little not bit like, out of order. It, it, it's like somebody who doesn't speak English very well. And then, like, they turned it into this whole cartoon Into a whole
1: thing. Now they all talk like that, yeah. probably. <laughs> yattle. You've never heard yattle speak. The other...
0: Oh, we all remember Yaddle. <laughs>
1: um, okay. That's enough. <laughs> what... Uh... <clears throat>
0: I don't. Know, I guess we don't have. We can't close this off with what are we looking forward to because we just talked about that. Um, we are looking forward to Rise of Skywalker in our own way.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's. I think a lot of it is the same way. It's just curiosity about what in the world they're going to do. Yep. I, I am. Do you know what the story is for Wonder Woman? I'm just randomly thinking about it.
0: I know it's in the '80s,
1: oh, and I know the Nelga. whole thing is
0: about the '80s. Which I didn't get my 90s nostalgia from Captain Marvel, so I'm hoping I get some 80s nostalgia. You didn't get nostalgia from Captain Marvel? No, not at all. <laughs> I was very looking forward to that, as I said a few times. But there the was episode. a
1: blockbuster in it. I don't care. <laughs> I got the nostalgia
0: from the trailer. <laughs> <Right>. um, <clears throat> Chris Pine is back. The rumor had always been that he was going to be Steve Trevor's grandson, and that's how they justified getting Chris Pine back in, but oh it God. appears to just be Steve Trevor again.
1: So he just bailed out of the plane?
0: He's like, but he hasn't experienced time, so he's like time traveled or something. So I don't know how they're going to justify that. I think they're just like eh, when he. Oh, so he
1: crashed the plane into the ocean with a tesseract. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably. Oh my god! I, I'm looking forward to it. Like it looks.
1: Bring cool. back the whole team. Fuck it. What's the uh, the the Irish sniper guy? I don't. Remember. Scottish sniper guy. He's in a lot of movies.
0: Yeah, they're all like people you know but don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the I, Moroccan
1: by actor
0: going back to what I was saying like it has style and I like style over substance so I like that it has something interesting is there a trailer for that one too Wonder Woman yeah it just came out oh okay there was a week where it was a uh, Black Widow Wonder Woman and Birds of Prey all at once and it was like female superhero week <laughs> even though Birds of Prey trailer never came out what they did. did a first one but they released a second one at a comic con oh and they okay, never okay. released it online oh uh, apparently you get to see and McGregor in Black Mask yeah Cool. Injured maybe. Oh god <laughs> uh, No I'm I'm looking forward To one of the For <laughs> like Cautiously Like I wouldn't say I'm, I, I like that DC just doesn't Give a shit anymore And they're just like eh, just do their own thing and They're letting
1: <laughs> They're I, not meddling anymore
0: That's what gives me hope That like the Snyder Cut Might come out Because they just Really don't give a fuck They're just like What is the best thing For this one movie That we're trying to make <laughs> cares if it connects. We're losing money. <laughs> Dump everything. <laughs> Put more Gal Gadot on the screen. Put more Jason Momo
1: we'll Everyone loves it. them. Uh, That's, uh, uh when
0: are they gonna make a Flash movie? Uh next year. Oh okay. Oh, no, twenty twenty two is when it comes out. And cool. they're gonna make a cyborg movie and they're gonna do a bunch of stuff. I like it. <laughs> DC's back. DC makes not shitty movies now.
1: Alright Carson <laughs> I wouldn't go that far yet. Jokers DC? Yeah.
0: Um, okay, let's end it off there. We will be back next month with more of. A, I don't know what we're doing next month. It's going to be a, a weird episode. It's I'm about shorting. um. The the social influence of movies.
1: It's going to be real deep. Real deep. <laughs> I probably won't be talking much.
0: And <laughs> in addition to that, we will also be talking about Rise of Skywalker. And also, it's a great will, combination. <laughs> we will be posting on our Instagram at we Podcast our individual top tens for the year. So if you want to see what we liked in addition to what we talked about today, we'll be posting there in addition to a marriage story meme, which I am committed to (laughs) finding something funny to say there.
1: Can you you also put a picture of um, Adam Driver cutting his arm
0: open (laughs) from a marriage story? I'll make that real funny. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.